What's going on, everybody? It's the What to Do podcast. Um, we got a special guest with us today, um, one of my best friends growing up, and uh, his name is Miles Nolan. What's going on, dude? What to do? Thank you for having me. <laughs> He's the um, one of the originators of the What to Do. I feel like anytime going to the locker room, he'd be <laughs> What to Do, What to Do. And the other thing he used to do that I still use to this day is when someone says a b <laughs> c when you just use what's it go hey b yeah see i think um i was a little bit of an idiot back then but i'm glad it translated to where we're doing today <laughs> yeah that, so. that used to crack me up um but me and him uh, our story that how we met each other it always cracks me up because you know, we always knew each other in elementary school yeah um, we used to play wall ball together. You were like, I was way too excited about wall ball. Um, <laughs> we way, dude, way we too, used to run it, dude. That was fun. Way too competitive, and I think that's probably where, because uh, I think I like, I think we had a class in like kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. But we, I didn't, I didn't know you, and so I moved away in third grade to Virginia. Third grade, and then I came back fourth grade. And I think that's when we started to do the more of the wall ball and tethered ball and all the other sports at like lunch, dominating yeah. the entire. Well, it was kind of hard to like, you're like one of the bigger black kids around. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, this guy's big and he's black and I'm big and white. So, you know, there you go. we can hang out. Oreo. But we never really like, it was always just at school. And I believe it was middle school, which is embarrassing, but <laughs> middle school. <laughs> Miles came over for like my birthday like sleepover thing, but I had like tons of I had all my friends over and I told everybody bring their PS2 games and stuff like that. Everybody brings all their sport games and Miles is like brings over his like <laughs> used to have so many games. Yeah. But you had them in then like black envelope or like yeah, the, 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 the holder. Yeah. I was and, serious. And he was like, he had all these SmackDown games and then he's like the new one that came out smackdown versus raw and i'm like i've never played those my dad told me those that's fake man <laughs> he's like yeah it is fake yeah, but but it's fun but it's fun we got to play it and i remember us playing it all night and then i asked like hey man can i borrow it and you're like oh, my mom doesn't usually let me borrow games but i'll let you borrow it just give it back to me on monday i was like all right cool and it was like a friday or whatever and i remember uh, gave it to him on Monday, and remember the like, they had like the bra and panties match on there. <laughs> <laughs> I was just say, did you try the bra and panties yeah, match? Out? Bro, so young, though, <laughs> stuff like that is crazy. Where it was like, man, dude, then they you could buy the characters, and they have just the girls have towels on. Is it like, Cody? Did you actually play the game? Or <laughs> <You're it's> just, <laughs> <laughs> what were you looking at here? Like? Um, but yeah, that's kind of like where our friendship kind of, and then more we got into football and stuff like that and i think it just became more and more of a, a friendship hanging out staying at his, his house and stuff like that i know it, one of the things that i always bring up to is taco bell like taco oh, bell man, those were the days <laughs> our second home <laughs> we're so oh and gosh. why did we stay at taco bell you know what i think you know obviously had we were at this point, I think we're going in high school playing football. And I yeah. think we were like after school, we had a certain time frame 
before we had to start practice. And if we were hungry, it was it was cheap. It was right across the street. And you'd either just go from there straight to practice and you'd always order a bean burrito. <laughs> Be no burrito with no onions, dude. No onions. No onions. And you're like, <laughs> it was like a, it was only like a dollar or something cheap. And I was like, yeah, man, if I have it, go ahead, get you whatever you need. Um, yeah, sometimes I wouldn't like, I, I didn't have money or whatever, and Miles would always just spot me a bean burrito. I remember even one of the ladies spotted me a bean burrito. Oh, man, like she yeah. <laughs> saw me and she's like, that kid's fat and he needs a burrito. <laughs> he needs a burrito. Yeah, get him a bean burrito. But it's no, funny man. too because even when we didn't have football, we would hang out there because we were so lazy and we didn't want to walk home. Yeah. So yeah. we'd wait for one of our parents to at least get off. Absolutely. And it was usually, I think, I want to say it was most mostly your parents. If it was my parents, it's probably really late. I'm trying to remember. But um, man, we used to, man, I remember we used to wait so long. Be at Taco Bell and closing that thing down. <laughs> and it's crazy. We wouldn't like like order a bunch of stuff, but it would, we would just sit there, talk. Hang out. Hang out and just be like, why do we, why do we continue to do this? And now looking back at it, I'm like, this is, this is wild. Um, but it was, it was, this was really our second home. So well, it's just funny. It was just funny how, and then. I remember for a while there, Game Crazy was right there, so we'd go walk over yeah, there, yeah. fantasize about playing games. Yeah, the gamers, like hardcore. And just to kind of rewind as well, in terms of like when we used to let you borrow games, like it was always a hesitancy, not for, not from me to you, but like prior to that, when I would either leave games at a friend's house or let somebody else borrow them, I'd either never get them back or they come back with a scratch or broken. And like I feel like my weekend's ruined. Because going to... GameStop or Blockbuster at the time was like, like a vacation. To a, me treat, a, dude. a treat, dude. <laughs> it's a and treat. My parents were like, all right, you get one game, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait. And um, WWE SmackDown Raw was one of them. So it's a prize. It was almost like a prize possession. So I'm like, okay, I trust you, and <laughs> I got it back. So I was like, okay, cool, we're good. Yeah, it was funny. I just remember like I would, you'd be like, right, don't tell my mom because dude, like. We just got this. And I'm like, no, I understand, but I'm not going to ruin it, dude. I'm not going to ruin the. I'm going to take care of it like it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, just all the times so we'd be playing games and stuff. And like, I remember 2K. 2K was a big one that we would play. Like, I want to say 2K, we probably played the most. Yeah, later in our later. friendship. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. And I would even say NFL. Yeah. 2K5. 2k 2k5 bro <laughs> dude that's the the best <laughs> but we're gonna get on to madden and i heard something before the podcast okay he told me something yeah you go ahead and it get me riled up <laughs> get me fired up yeah but to talk about that 2k game the 2k nfl one that one was so much fun because it had like the interviews mm -hmm. the I don't know the way they used to run the tackling, tackling. breaking tackles, breaking tackles, yeah. even as a, like a, I love playing defensive line in NFL games. Um, and it was like the most pure, like you can swim, move this way. And yeah. like, it was so much fun. Absolutely. Now it's Chris just, Berman. Remember that was huge. Oh you yeah. Know, that was new the halftime. Yeah. And then, and then they had like the weekend, like he would talk about the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, man, this highlights is from other games. You're like, that didn't even play, but somehow. <laughs> but I'm going to watch these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that all, man. All right. So okay. tell me the sin that you just committed. Yeah. So I just, as of last 
So last Friday, I can't remember, but I bought Madden, the new one. Hey, man, at the end of the day, I'm going to always buy Madden. So I can't. I, I, there's two games I'm going to always buy, and that's Madden and 2K. I'll buy 2K. I don't, I don't care. Like, I understand people. And honestly, it has like a 1.7 rating. Um, on, on Madden, right? Madden. I was like, this is horrible. It was like two. It was like two star, like one and a half stars. And I was like, I wonder why. <laughs> Bought it, and uh, I will tell you, like, I'm not the type of player to like. I like superstar mode, but I also like franchise mode. And so I, I just stick to what I'm, I'm used to. I'm sure the ratings are, you know, differentiated on how other people's other people play. For me, I play franchise, and so far. I'm liking the game. They've added new animations. They've done better with the, you know, I would say the body, um, the physique. They have a lot more options in uh, accessories. Um, so I play it the way I play it. And I'm not, it's not the greatest game in the world. But as I mentioned, because the NFL season's coming out, I'm going to continue to buy Madden. It's so tough. I told myself this year, because um, I buy them every year too. Yeah, I'm not gonna fool anybody here. <laughs> I buy them every year. Yeah. Um, but this year I really put my foot down. Usually I'm like, I get it the day it comes out. Yeah. This year I was like, no. And, wh- and why? Like, what was your? I don't know, man. At last year's was just so um, clunky. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel like uh, I don't know. Even to like being uh, what I love to be is the coach, like. I do the franchise mode. Yeah. And it felt like there was no added to that. There was just like nothing to it. Yeah. Um, I like to build teams that are like horrible and make them better. Mm-hmm. Um, win the Super Bowl by the end of it. If it takes me five years in the game, mm-hmm. you know, then that's what it takes. Yeah. But I don't know. Last year, like, I felt like I, I picked a team and I, I won right away, and I was like, right. I just, I just beat. So just to give you a background, that that's still happening. So I'm gonna tell you right now, if you buy the game, <laughs> it's it's gonna happen again. Um, I am on the Washington Commanders, and I just won the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs, sixty three to thirteen. You tell me, Patrick Mahomes only put up thirteen <laughs> points. Yeah, the game, the game itself is it, it's, it's questionable. I'm not gonna sit here, but. It's one of those games like I'm just gonna accept that it's questionable. I'm not gonna accept I'm not gonna think they're gonna change anything drastic. Yeah. They're gonna add a couple more animations. You now like I think the celebrations are nice, they're better. You could actually do you know, sometimes those are those have always, always been, been bad. They've been terrible. But I think this year I, they really went like hard with like certain celebrations and dances. And I'm like, okay, some of these are really hidden. Some are like, okay, I, I question that, but I go into it knowing this. It's different if I expect something better. Like 2K, I expect them to be better every year. And last year, there is some changes. I'm like, this, this, this can't happen. Like I, I hate that. I feel like each and every year, like working in the paint is different for a big man, or defense is harder, or you get stuck in an animation. A lot of that stuff, hopefully, is going to change for 2K. I expect them to be better because I feel like they're already great. So it's hard when someone doesn't have a you know any competitors. Madden, I just know EA is not gonna do anything yeah. drastic from one game to the next. It's gonna be uh, minute. It's gonna be incremental. Um, and if you go in there with that mindset, then so like the rating I saw online, it's not gonna deter me ever. I'm just like, well, I'm gonna see what they've done different. Um, so those are just two games for sure. Like maybe I'll wake up one day and be like, you know what? <laughs> 
there's no way I'm buying this game. I'm gonna but, try as hard as I can not to buy the Madden. Stay game. strong. Stay but strong. when when it's like actual football season, like when that's it's, when it's hard. That's when it's hard. Updated <laughs> rosters. Soon and, as soon as a football game's over, my dad used to always laugh at me because we'd sit there and watch the Cowboys or whatever, you know, and that's already like tough to watch. <laughs> but my dad's uh, mood would change because it'd be like they would win by easily, and my dad's like, hey, "Cody, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll fly you go by, you know, like <laughs> you go get dinner or whatever, like and I'll I'll buy it, you know, and be like, sick, we can have pizza or whatever. But then, like when they would lose, it'd just be like. I just don't understand, Cody. You know, like, <laughs> it's getting real dark. Just withdrawals, man. Just mad and oh, sad. Man. Yeah. But it's funny, like, we'd watch a football game, and after that, I would go play a football game. My dad's like, what? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I just got excited. Like, and then, I want to play football. <laughs> yeah. And then if you get, like, you know, if you're watching your team play, and you're like, you know what? Like, I just saw my team lose. I need to go and rewrite the story on this video game with this rematch essentially and I'm gonna take I'm gonna, I'm gonna take control and like okay now my team's gonna win but you're just taking your it's also just like a a reliever right it's not stress but it's more like okay like I'm frustrated how do I calm down I'm not saying it's gonna be Madden I'm just saying video games in general but in this essence if you're watching your Cowboys play if I'm watching my Steelers play and they lose and I want to release some frustration um it could be a fighting game or go back to, you know, Madden and replay that story and actually win. And maybe you feel better. But yeah, yeah. Psychological. That's really So I'm I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to wait. Stay out. strong. Yeah. I don't I'm not gonna advise someone like, you gotta get this Madden this year. No. This one's like two thousand five. <laughs> no, I would say in terms of so far, I've only played it a week and it's not been every day, but so far I noticed that the animations are better. Um, they have a lot more catching animations, hit you know, hitting animations, dancing animations, celebrations. But and, and then what they really tried to implement was like fighting in in the in and but it's 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 oh it's too much, it's overwhelming. So like every time I would throw a slant to you know McLaurin. He's getting up, hitting in the corner, pushing him off. They're having this little dispute. And I'm like, okay, I, that's cool every once in a while, but it's every play. Every play someone's getting up and it's just in your face and pushing. And I'm like, this is this is not realistic. This is not happening. This is not time. happening every single play. It'll happen every so often. It may be happen a couple of times on a drive if you have like wide a receiver doesn't like that guy. Yeah, or or a cornerback, you know, that that could happen every so but it's like stop. Like, stop. like Richard Sherman's the cornerback every time. Right. Like, <laughs> like, and it'd be someone like even kill. Like you don't see too much of like, um, I would say Nick Bosa getting into it too much with everybody on the offense. Yeah. You're going to see people like that. Like what are, what are we doing here? Chris McCaffrey always yelling at somebody. Like that doesn't happen. Yeah, he's not that type of he's player. He's not either. that type of player. He may have a, a moment if it's riled up, but. You know, and it's 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 almost it's every play something's it's happening. It's like you're getting up like Cam Newton every time, every single time, Just every <laughs> every single or or like a, it's if it's it's very indicative of like Richard Sherman. Was it Richard Sherman? No, it was uh, um, 
Norman and OBJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that every play. You're like, this is not, <laughs> I'm about to fight this guy. It's 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 crazy. So. You didn't even get the first, or it's like a first down in the first quarter, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, and it's just in your face, yeah. and it's like, okay, like, it's cool to see that, but it's 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 overwhelming. So there are good things about it, I would say. Um, I'm going to let you know the gameplay, it's, it's very similar um, to every other Madden. You could tell there's differences. But it's one of those things where you play it enough, you're like, okay, I'm over, I'm over it after like yeah, two yeah. or three weeks of playing it. So that's yeah. So I would say that I like it, but it's it's I'm not gonna advise someone that's you know, hey man, do you think I should spend seventy dollars on this? I'm no. If you're not like committed to knowing that it's not gonna be like amazing, yeah. Then yeah. So, but um. All right, let's switch topics here a little bit. Um, let's go back to just you and me um, growing up. One thing I always wanted to bring up on the podcast was it just wasn't fair in football. <laughs> it just never was fair, dude. So me and Miles, we always, um, I was always, I always played. We're we're both offensive linemen. We both we're both hippos. Um, <laughs> Our offensive line was just, uh, you know, it's going back to huge, big. Massive. I mean, Nico, just huge, yeah. just filled gaps. Just never like, as much as like, you know, like Nico, man, like he had a mouth on him, but dude, like, I was so happy that he was always next to me. Yeah, it's a safety net. He's and he's good. Like, it was if he sucked, different story. Yeah, he, if he sucked, dude, he, he was, different he story. was really good. He was yeah. eligible of the game, and I think we just we had one of the biggest lines. I think average probably three fifty. Um, in high school like, like we combined in like two tons or yeah, something that, that, it's crazy so um but yeah what were you gonna say um always you know i played guard and then miles usually played tackle um more left side yeah yeah so that's how you knew we did best. no <laughs> no yeah, yeah. left side but we would always play these teams and i'd be you know always sitting there and we'd be on the bus or something driving to another place and i'd I'd sit there and I'm like, man, hopefully my guy's not like really big this week or something, you know? And usually I'm going to have big guys like nose tackles, but they're going to be lined up on Nico. Um, but I'm always sitting there, okay, you know, hopefully not too big, you know? Yeah. But we get there and I see dude practicing over there. I said, I bet you that guy's going to be right in front of me. <laughs> we get lined up. <laughs> There's a dude in front of me that's like 250, just. Six one jacked, juice to the gills. Yeah, <laughs> just in taller than me for yeah, sure. Six one. I think he yeah, had to be about one, my just, height. Yeah, just a a man of a boy, <laughs> just to check his ID. Man, child man. And then on miles end, he'd have some like guy that's like 150 pounds, Scrawny, soaking wet. <laughs> easy. I I you know you go in knowing. Uh, you know, because obviously we watch film like the week prior, and so it's it's weird because every time we watch it, it's almost like okay, this is how you know he does his formations, how the defense is ran, and then you see it in person, and the the disparity between the guards you have and the ends that I have, <laughs> and I'm like, so I, whenever I'm on the bus, I'm like, this is about to be an easy. <laughs> I'm looking out the window like, man, it's gonna be a tough day. Sweating. I'm like, it's about to be an easy day. I think the one time I was really nervous was going to hawaii yeah yeah yeah, it'd be, yeah. And be, we didn't i don't remember watching too much film 
on the team we had because I don't think we had any film at that time. Well, I I think that was like their legit like first game. Yeah, maybe I they always remember. like practiced. I remember that we oh, okay. they like they would, that was their actual first game. Yeah, they were all small. Yeah, like they all were like one fifty to one. I'm like this. We ran them over. It was so easy. Um, yeah, because you know I think in our mindset at the at least at that time, whenever you hear. You know, Hawaiians or Samoans, they're about to go get some, some big I dudes. thought of Sal. I thought like, it was going to be, yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be at least an average of like 6'3", or at least if not 6'3", then all just muscle strengths and just like burly defensive linemen and linebackers. Like yeah. just Fred Warner in the middle and the Dominican suit. Like that's what I thought we were going to play against. And polar opposite. I'm like, okay, well, this is what our coach scheduled. They knew what we were doing. This is easy. But that was, I think that was the first year that I wasn't on your side. No. I was on the right side. I was with. Um, oh, you had to move because I think whoever that guard was wasn't doing well. So they needed help and you had to go over there. And then I got sent down. <laughs> Which was stupid. Oh, my gosh. That was so annoying. That was bro. so crazy because, man, I remember. Um, you guys were playing most of that Hawaii game. I didn't get to play too much because I think Sal was the guard. Oh, that's right. So, but then Sal got hurt. Um, so they were kind of like, okay, who are we gonna have guard? And I think they moved some people around. But I was next to McCarty. Yeah, he was the other tackle. Yeah. So I was on the right side, and in that game, we're on goal line, and they scored up my gap, and I was like. Sick. Easy. I mean, yeah. I was like, man, I went to the sidelines. I was like, I think I got like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to start this year because we just the guard play was good. Yeah, I don't think we had any tackles because it was like you and I think one other person. And it was like, oh, like we're right. we're uh, you were gonna be starting for the next two years. Yeah, I think, and I and I had to move to right tackle. I mean, we battled injuries for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That our whole like offensive line definitely struggled with injuries. Yeah. Um, but I remember they 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 ran up my gap and got a touchdown. I'm celebrating with Montreal. I'm like, man, this is great. I'm I'm gonna be on the team. <laughs> we get back from Hawaii and they're like, all right, let's watch films. And they're watching and they're like, Cody, you didn't take your J step. Your bucket step. Your J Stupid. <laughs> oh my God. You didn't take your bucket step. And they're like, I got like a, a D rating on my film. And I was like, I remember showing it to Nico and you. And I was like, they scored up our, my cat. <laughs> like, bro, like, we what? ran so much up your, I don't. It, well, especially that, like I went in for like two series. And we were blowing them out in yeah. Hawaii. So I was like, I got to go in and I was like, man, they like they scored up my gap. Like I have a real good chance of maybe even starting this year. Um, if Sal's continued to be injured, like I might have a chance. Yeah. And he was injured like the entire year. Yeah. It was last year. So <laughs> and they sent me down. I remember I was uh I was so pissed about it, man. Dominating. <laughs> Just dominating <laughs> well, down there, bro. Well, no, it was so funny because that's when Derek I think Derek was with us too, but he didn't go to Hawaii. Or did he go to Hawaii? He was my he was my left guard. No, he did go I to think, Hawaii. I think if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he got sent down right after Hawaii. Oh, he lost two guards that day. I can't yeah. remember. Okay. And they pulled up someone. Mm. I don't know, man, I'm trying to forget. I forgot who. But I just remember sitting there going like 
Derek was like, well, you know, I was a sophomore, like I had a good chance of maybe making the team. I was like, I'm a junior, man. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. I should be up there. Yeah. We um, weren't too happy about it. Nah, um, a lot of, uh, I remember, you know, Nico and you and I think even Joe Ragama, um, had like some really good words for me and you guys were like, you know, just keep working hard and maybe you get pulled up at some point, you know, Sal's Sal might be really injured. So I was like, Oh, maybe, you know, someone might get hurt and I might be able to get pulled up again. But I remember I was so pissed in the locker room and I still had, I still locker room with you guys. I didn't ever move out. Yeah. No, cause you were our age. It was an age based kind of locker room. Yeah. So. so I stayed in there. So it just, it would be weird. You're like, Hey, I'm going to, Going to practice, you're like, oh no. Like it just it didn't feel right. I had to I had to take my decal off my helmet. Cause remember they would wow. give us decals. Yeah. yeah. I had to take my decal off. Jeez, man. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you're making me reminisce, bro. That's crazy. That one I remember I had to sit there and <laughs> my pads never fit. <laughs> <laughs> Way too high. Way too high. Like NFL blitz lineman. Like it was it was it was crazy. <laughs> um I remember um, I called my dad up and I was just like, I'm, I'm going to quit, man. I'm pissed. Yeah. And he's like, nope, go down there and, and just, and do what you got to do and show them why you, why you deserve to be up again. And man, I remember those kids, <laughs> those sophomores and whatever they were, dude, no idea what was coming. I remember coach DeWalt even had to pull me aside and be like, you got to take it easy a little bit. You're two out. I was going 100% on yeah. people. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> Taking all your anger. It's not even playing the yeah. play anymore. But I remember he had like a really good talk with me. Coach Walt, the junior varsity team was always. Oh, that was my. That's going to be my favorite. We should have won every single game with those fires, really. I, I, I hate to make excuses. Um, I think they just got our groove or rhythm off. Yeah, we'll because be, we didn't get to play that week. And then we lost to Chula Vista. Um, was it no? I thought Otai? it was Otai. Otai, yeah, Otai. That's right. Dang, Otai. I don't think we were able to play Chulivis. I think that was the week that was that fire. I can't remember. No, it was Modern Day. I think that we that we the fire we killed Chula. Which one? Oh, was Chula, was Chula last? Oh no, East Lake was last. East Lake we pounded. No, East we Lake. were mad. Like that. That was the <laughs> the quietest bus ride after we lost. Well, because remember, Coach DeWalt used to always tell us he'd be like, "You guys are gamers." Like you guys don't like to practice. Oh, you practice. guys don't want to do anything. Nah. You guys don't want to run. He's nah. like, okay, you guys want to be gamers. We're gonna cater to your gamer like mentality. Oh, it was. It was. Catered. And then he said, when you guys lose, we're going back to my place. Yeah. And it was like, oh no, oh, we ain't going back. That week was rough. That week was rough, bro. Um, we were mad. I we we took. I mean, personal vendettas out on. Was yeah, it? East Lake. Yeah, East Lake was they they didn't know what was coming because it was it was that year. Um, you know, like you said, we didn't we weren't practicing, but we we had an undefeated. We were like, how many games did we played in JV? Was it twelve? You played ten. Ten, and then and we were nine. We went nine and one total. Or no, then, no, no. We went eight and one. And then what was the week that was a fire? Was the week eight? Week nine. Week eight. Week eight. Because we, we played, lost week nine. And then our last week was East Lake. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Um, yeah. After that, that bus ride, because usual, usually the bus rides back home. We're so confident. I mean, we every game we dude. walked around just like <laughs> we're better than the varsity team. Like we were like we were honestly like I don't see too many JV teams getting more hype than varsity. But that year, 
we were. We were undefeated. And it's well, like, remember bro. Coach DeWalt's shirt that he used to wear? Like, he used to have all his records. Yeah. And, like, he combined it of, like, five losses in, like, 10 years. Yeah. And you're like... And so we were, we were we were prideful at that as well. Like once we started getting to that groove, because we were dominating teams, and that fire happened, and we came out flat, and then we just we just could not like we, we were almost stunned mid game. Yeah, that we were like, why are we are we really this close? Why are we? Lo-? And that ride home, I remember just like being so upset. And I, I mean, that week of practice was hard. That week of just going to school, that's all I thought about was like, we are going to yeah. play East Lake. And they're, they're just going to fill everybody. Well, I think also, too, like the fire. I remember when the fire happened and all of a sudden they said the game was canceled. Yeah. And then Coach DeWalt, like, always told us the whole season, I want you guys to be the 10-0 and team, just like that other team was. My team, that was like two years ago. <clears throat> and he's like, I want you guys to be the 10-0. and So, like, when we couldn't be 10-0, and and then he told us, like, you guys will be the 9-0. and And we're like, man, I can't, yeah, I can't wait. wait. And when oh. we lost to Otai, just sit, I remember that bus ride. Mm. And just sitting there, just like, uh, I couldn't believe it. And the coaches didn't say anything. Like, we all just got off the bus. And I remember he just said, learn from this. And Yeah, no one was laughing. Like, it was, like, no one taught. It was just like, it was, man, you could hear a pin drop. I think because we just disappointed, I feel like, yeah, everyone. Like, we wanted personally, and then we disappointed the coaches. So, it's like, we took pride and that because we knew Coach DeWalt was our favorite coach. Um, and we knew that going in, even when we were about to go and head into varsity. Yeah. And that that hurt that we couldn't do it. Uh to this day, actually. So it almost it almost like felt like we were all hoping that at some point <laughs> Coach DeWalt was just all of a sudden to be like, I'm gonna be the head coach of varsity now. And it was just oh, like man. wow, you know. Yeah. I mean we his record, dude. Like I, I I could even be wrong. It could be like three losses. It was something. It was single digits. Something That's all crazy I that it was, is just yeah. the coaching staff that he had and how he and, and he I lifted. Too. I think that's what you miss from like certain coaching that I always I always try to bring up to people is like I feel like coaching's not like just yelling and screaming at people. It's more find out what your players are good at. Listen to them. Listen to them, but also don't forget your like why you made it as a coach. Because Coach DeWall was a really good coach. He loved running the ball. Um, he had really good pass plays when, when it was time to pass. But yeah. he knew, I have a huge offensive line. I'm going to run the ball. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have a great running back. Um, we had we had really good blocking wide receivers. I mean, yeah, we were and even too, like I remember when we'd run our wide receivers too. So it was like, um, you know, Patrick Treeman didn't have like the best arm. But I remember he had like when it was time oh, to win, he just won. Yo, he was the Brock Purdy. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was dude. JV, bro. Like he would hit when we needed him to throw it. He, yeah. He'd be on point, bro. So you get it. The clutch gene ran through him. Yeah, but that was definitely oh, something I wanted to bring up. Absolutely. The, the the good times in football, but um, yeah, man, it takes me back every now and when I think about it, but. Mm-hmm. You should just have a good old time too. <laughs> but we'll um we'll segue into something that it kinda I I would say it's something that's important to me and, and you might think, what the heck? Like but we're gonna talk a little J. Cole. Okay. Because J. Cole for me was 
I always, you know me, I was a little Wayne guy for like forever. I was like little Wayne until I die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd hear it and someone would be like, uh, you know, this guy, he's better. I'm like, nah, it's little Wayne, the game, like those people I would stick to, Dr. Dre. I was never really introduced to like lyrical yeah. people, uh, rappers. Um, I think Little Wayne was Little he, Wayne was lyrical. He was, he was lyrical, but he was wordplay lyrical. I think not I'm, more I'm like not, M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But M is M is more like he can do lyrical and he can do wordplay. He's a big wide yeah. range. So, yeah. um, so I never really got introduced to like a more lyrical. And I remember you, uh, uh, Ryan Hoggard, and you were like, "Dude, you got to listen to like." Um, j cole and i was like that's the guy with the unibrow dude like i'm yeah, not like, down with that you yeah, know yeah um i think it was born center born center the opposite came. of a winner <laughs> you see sardines for dinner sorry <laughs> go ahead yeah bars. And, i was born that um that album came out and i remember listening to that on like repeat I was like, man, this guy's so good. And you're like, Cody, you haven't even listened to like his beginning stuff. Like yeah, lights, please. Lights, please. And um, nobody's perfect. Like yeah. you haven't listened to like any of that. Yeah. And I was like, man, I got to go back. So I remember going back and listening to like sideline stories. And then what was the, some of his like EPs and stuff like that. Yeah, he would do a lot of underground. Um, like the young Simba and stuff yeah. like that. I go back to it now. I'm like, okay, it's, eh. It's different, it's different. but the, for the time, the time yeah, it was the time, like yeah. there's nothing like that, right? Um, so I wanted to come up with a like a top five, you know, list that we had in mind, and this is it's not top five like the, we think these songs are his best songs of all time. It's more just catered to us, yeah, favored, yeah. and then we have some honorable mentions. I have some honorable mentions, but uh, you want me to start or? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. All right, get them out. One, I and and not in any order. It's just not right, in any right, order. Right. No, I got you. We're just, just, we're just naming them all. Um, and and kind of explain why. Yeah, why you have that song up there. Yeah. Um, I have love yours. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. I really like that song because it's just it's a super positive song and the way that you know he's just getting across that you can have all this money you can have everything but you're striving out to someone else's stuff and he's just basically saying just like love yours and it's a very simple song um but i think for me it, it just it's one of those that i have always i'll always listen to um good one for me um, O three adolescence. Oh yeah, fire. That one, uh, I don't know, man. When he paints, like he just paints a good picture in there. It's kind of like the same thing as like wet dreams. Yeah, he like paints that, um, perfect. Like you're sitting there and he's talking to his friend and his friend saying like, I I think it goes something like he was saying, you know, his friend was basically saying, I want to be you, like I want to be, I want to be like you, I want to be. You think you don't want to be you, but I, right. I'd rather have your life. Right. You know, my mom doesn't love me. She had, you know, seven kids or something. It's not seven, but, you know, it's something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, my dad doesn't love me and like I'm selling weed and doing this and that on the street. And it's like, but you, you want to be like me? Like you want to be the drug dealer? Like, no, I want to be like you. Sure. Um, I just think he does a good job at just painting a picture in the, in that song. Um, that one always, I listen to that one a lot. Yeah. Um, for your eyes only, which <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, that was the trash album, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the last song on for for your eyes only, which is called for your eyes only. Yeah. And he just goes off for like eight minutes, um, and it seems like it's coming. He's t- he's like basically like reading a letter from a friend that is talking about his life and. It's just like a really heartfelt, but also like a realistic, like, I don't know, this guy's basically from the hood and saying like, I'm, I don't even know if I'm going to make it to the next day. Like, um, yeah. I'm living day by day and basically going through the motions and, but tell my daughters who I was, you know, like, and, and, and he just lays it out once again, like I'm pick I pick like three songs right off the bat that are just very lyrical. And you have to like, especially the eight minute one. You might get like, oh man, dude, eight minutes. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I listen to it all. So, but another one, um, nobody's perfect. I think that was like my introduction to like, because I listened to the Born Center album, but then I listened to, um, what's that sideline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, story. Uh, listen to that, and then nobody's perfect like that hook is missy elliott like just killed it (laughs) yeah um i forgot what he says in that song too that i should have wrote it down but i forgot what he says in it but he's talking like no that's not that song dang it well might never come back (laughs) (laughs) oh you're good but i have to listen to it but i think he's talking about like how he's Maybe that's light, please. I don't. I don't try to figure out what you. He's talking about like he's like oh uh, like what's a girl in a dorm room, and telling her to close the door. Yeah, turn off the. Yeah, it's probably both of those probably, songs. Probably I mean, <laughs> I'll get both a, of those songs. Of, he has a lot of similar lights, please. Lights, lights please. please. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that hook is always really good, and then Born Center. I'm a that one I, I don't know like it's kind of up there with like I kind of like paid um like crooked smile and that can like almost interchange yeah honestly um and then my honorable mentions window pane that one's off KOD um that one he's talking about like this kid watches her brother die but it's more like just him, another lyrical one. Apparently, um, that one that one just reminds me of my mom, so I always really like that one. Uh, Hunker on Hillside, that's off the new album. That one just, it kind of feels like for your eyes only, like it has a, it's long, so I want more content, Joel, uh, J. Cole, so just, yeah. Make those eight 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 hour out. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. and then um Tales of Two Cities. Yeah. That's all my honorable mentions. But we 
I don't know what's on yours, but I want to talk about Tales of Two Cities after your list. Okay, yeah. So I even love, if it's on your list, but it's it's not on my. T- I mean, I love. Here's the thing. Just to preface my comments, like J Cole is my favorite rapper. Um, so uh, all of his songs to me at this point are same. Are are are. I'm not gonna say favorited, but they can all be in my honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, so like at the moment, him and Jordan Lucas are my top two favorite rappers to listen to um so my top five j cole songs was one that was on your list love yours i think that's a huge one just because it's like you know even as he is continuing to you know grow and get all this money at the end of the day like no matter how much money you have does not make you love what you're doing it does not make you love who you are um money just aside do you love what you currently have. And I, I think that is huge um, to for a rapper to say that, the rapper of his caliber as well, to say that, you know, it's like, hey, like, <laughs> you know, I love what I'm doing. I'm getting paid for it. But, you know, half, you know, money doesn't always bring happiness. I kind of just interpreted it as that. So that's always been on my list. That, but uh, to add on to that one, like, I remember, because me, me and you have seen him twice together. Yes. We saw the Forest Hills Drive tour and then the KOD tour. Yeah. The Forest Hills Drive tour, like, I don't know, when he when he did that song at the end, um, Love Yours, like, I don't know, it, it like... It hits different. It hits different. Like, it, it made me look at the song very differently. And, like, this guy's up here talking about, like you said, like, you have to love yours. You have to love... Yeah, what you're doing, you have to not because that person says it, or you want what that person has. Mm-hmm. Um, he just lays it out so perfectly. And being there at the concert, I, I advise anybody like if you if you absolutely have never seen J Cole go, man, because he he sits there too. Like he sit there and have a conversation with us and connects like, with the crowd. Yeah, too. it was just it was um, personal. Yeah. It's not, it's also too, it's not this like fireworks and crazy. He's not running around on the stage, you know, KOD a little bit. Yeah. But um, he gets hyped, but it's not like, like you said, it's not like uh, a halftime performance at an, <laughs> at an you know, uh, for an NFL game. Like you're not getting all these flashing. It's just, it's him, it's his music. It's basically, you feel like, it, it feels like a personal connection if you actually listen to J. Cole. You can feel his energy. And he also has, like, the, I'm not going to say the pain, but he has the emotion behind his eyes. Because he just, the way he raps, the way he, I guess, moves, the way he, like, tries to speak to you, the way he uses his words and his hand gestures. You're like, man, that makes sense. That's deep. It's well, it's like he's there. real. Like, it, it yeah. feels like. It feels real. We're getting, we're getting that authentic him. You're right. It's not like he's trying to be some guy that he's not it's it's we're getting exactly when we're sitting there watching him and we got closer and closer every time because yeah D, we're like really close yeah we'll be on stage we'll be on stage next time (laughs) (laughs) for his closing out concert um absolutely but yeah i just wanted to put that in there because i felt like that live that song was like it hits it hit yeah yeah um cool kind of continue with my list uh crooked smile uh is on my list as well a lot of these are very relatable cricket smile for sure is because it's like he's not perfect and he's not trying to act like he is there's a lot of people out here clout chasing a lot of people out here trying to be what they're not posting what they're not and he's like 
you know, hey, we all like we're all not perfect. We're all trying to live this well together. Um, I just love that someone who has a voice that has the power that he has can make that into a song and into a lyrical song. Um, and it, for it to flow that way and hit that way, um, it makes a difference. It's like the way you're born, you're good enough. That's kind of how I interpret it. Crooked song. It's like a perfect song to like even tell women today too. Like it wasn't just for like you and me to be like, you know, you're perfect the way you are. It's like him also telling women like, you don't got to put on all of that makeup. You don't got to fix your body up like you that. Be a, like yeah. just, be just you. be you. Be authentic. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's who you are. And no one's going to change that. Right. So um, another one is let Nas down. I think that's more personal for, for him. So good. Because that's when I feel like he, I mean, even though he mentioned it on his later albums, I think it's third one. Uh, it was like he that was a an older um I guess when he met when he met Nas and that was his idol and he felt like he let him down with you know one of his songs that came out and Nas came at him with some type of criticism, I guess. It was the workout song. song. The workout song, that's right. <laughs> that's why I always tell people because I'm like I wanted I wanted to say this on the podcast because there's there's a lot of people that like when they think of J. Cole, they think of can you wake up for me wake up and i'm like okay it's good yeah and like it's a cool song but it should be nowhere near on his top on our top fives yeah like it that song is it's not him it it is him but at the same time that's not his body of work yeah no he has a range and that i think that was huge and for nas to respond with a, basically a positive song with basically the same um, I mean, same tone, just different lyrics. Like basically, you didn't let me down, young buck. Just keep grinding, yeah. you'll be at the top. You know, I think that was like for like a, a fan. You know, for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, like Nas is. I mean, I'm not saying he's a goat, but he's up there with one of those like yeah, greatest. I think, he, I think he's, he, he's just top in that five round. rapper. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've on never, my list, at least, I've never liked his beats, which kind of deterred me from always listening to Nas. But as far as his lyrics, yeah, for sure, top notch. So I thought that was like a, a really good song for me to be like, man, like this dude, he's basically getting the nod from one of the greats, right? Yeah. Um, Immortal is another one, uh, simply because there's a quite a few songs, you know, a lot of his songs are, are slow and meaningful, but then this one kind of kicked it up a notch and you kind of heard the, 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 the rapper J Cole mix his lyrics. Um, so you heard like what flow he can actually hit. Different flow. It's a different too. flow. It's fast. And he's hitting, and, and then he's also adding um, uh, his lyrics to it. So you're like, wow, I'm getting two, like a two for one. Like, I'm getting a beat with it. He's hitting this flow, and it makes sense. Bro, this this is solidified as why he's my favorite. Yeah. So that was another one. My um, last one is Rich Niggas. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> that one, <laughs> that one, uh, um, I love how he kind of portrayed that. It's a slower song, but it's a lyrical song. And how he portrayed, like, how he hates people where the money can change it. And mm -hmm. you could be someone different the next day just with millions of dollars. And that can rub anybody the wrong way. And I think him portraying that. And it's a very short song, but it's very meaningful. Um, like I said, to come from someone of his caliber that has essentially the same money. He's like, I hate how money could change people and I hate how people with different types of money really can make a, a negative impact in this community. So I loved it. Um, honorable mentions for me, like I said, they all could be, I think another one was wet dreams. 
Yeah, um, man, that one, that one is so like, yeah. It's just a if you're a young kid, you're like you've never. He's a painter, dude. He's like, a painter. He paints that painted picture. That picture, and he, I think he hit the nail on this one when he talked about like, yeah, I've done it before, <laughs> no problem. And you go home, you start practicing. You're like, I ain't never did to rest it out, sweat. Like, let's hope you know. You hope everything's working. You know, you you feel like you want to be a pro immediately. Like, I think that's just the mindset that he painted, and I loved it because I'm like, man, I feel like I went through a lot of those. Uh, growing pains like thinking about like man am i gonna perform am i gonna perform to the way i i think i will or i want to um you know so i think that was well that that song too like at the end like when he says like um the girl in the end's like oh i like be like be gentle because i've never done this before you're like what What? goes circle twist yeah i just feel like that song is a perfect painting of like he paints you the perfect picture and you're sitting there I remember when I first listened to that album, The Forest Hills, and like that, I think that's the second song. Because there's the intro, and then Wet there's Dreams. January. So Wet Dreams, is, I think, is, is the third song. Third song. Um, I think it's After Adolescence. Yes. Know? Yeah. So um, that that one just like paints the perfect picture of like, you're sitting there listening to it, and you're like, okay, I've been in that situation. Oh, man, like, being in a class and looking at her and she's like man she's who she's into me like yeah all right okay am i gonna do the right thing i'm gonna go home i'm gonna practice and then you're finally in that situation you're like okay i have all this practice leading up to that and then all of a sudden she's like be gentle because i've never done this before yeah you're like oh like crazy. i just felt like you just did such a good job yeah, with that song. Did a good song doesn't get enough credit for that song no no not and then not a lot of people that i find outside of like you Couple other maybe people like that are really into J Cole. I, people know him, people love him, but like I don't know anybody that like yo like outside of obviously you know with Ryan you know yeah Ryan but, yeah but I don't know anybody that's just like yo J- I, not like they don't have to be its favorite. It's just like do you listen to it? Well, a lot of them like I they're like yeah I listen to him. And you're like all right, well what songs did you listen to? And you like try to have that connection. Yeah, and I was in there like yeah I liked um you know like um. The, the KOD album was good. And I'm like, I liked it. I really liked cool. a lot of the songs. Yeah. And you're like, what songs did you like? And you're like, ATM. And I'm like, okay, I liked ATM, but what's <laughs> what's another song? And they're like, oh, well, this song. And you're like, oh, you're just naming all the bangers. You're naming the ones that ra- hit the radio. Or... And uh, some of his bangers, too, like Tales of Two Cities. It's a banger. Like, it's a banger, but it's also telling you a story. It's yeah. telling you the story of a guy that's almost in the crossroads of picking the tale of two cities. One city leads him to robbing people, killing people. The next city leads him to being a rapper and being successful. And it's like, that song is telling you something, but you could be just sitting there going, Man, this thing bumps. Just and you're like, that. yes, it does, but... but did you listen to Did the, you listen to it? Yeah, he's a lyrical artist, so... But he does have bangers. He just... A lot of, you gotta listen to his words, man. They have a lot of meaning. Yeah. A lot of pain behind his eyes. Yeah, a lot of pain. Yeah, a lot of pain. But he's definitely someone that uh, I think it's that's another connection with you and me. Like that one. Yeah, I remember always growing up. That guy with the unibrow. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think it was when I was living in that back house. Oh, on uh, middle school. I think that's when Born Center came out. Wow, no, that was a uh, long time ago. When I was when we were out of school, and I was living behind that. It was like a pool. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, that yeah. place when I was living there. Mm-hmm. It's the Clinton Rachel Perkins house. Um, that's I think that's when Born Center came out because I was listening to like ASAP Rocky and like all these people and like those those there's not cool. much substance yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think listening to Born Center, I was like, whoa! Like I can't even wait till his next album. Yeah, that's I can't even wait till the yeah. next stuff. Yeah, man. Hurry up, J Cole. Please. Yeah, please. if you're listening, hurry up, J Cole. Well, they said he was supposed to release a project called "It's a Boy" soon, okay. and then he was gonna release his last album after "It's a Boy." But who mm-hmm. knows with that guy? That guy's all over. Like, yeah, well, he's right. not all over the place. He's just. He also, just, I think he owns. He he co-owns the Hornets now. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so. He plays basketball too. I think so. He, he does a lot, man. I think he was saying, "I'm trying to suit up." I'm hey, like, "Jake, like, oh come on!" Hey, man, go ahead, try. Why not? That'd be Make funny. Your dreams though. come true, bro. Like that's crazy. Yeah. When you're at that stage, like you get to do it, you get the opportunity. So, and he's serious. Like apparently, if you play pickup ball with NBA players, not like that's the same. You know, NBA league's different. We got coaches and you play calls, and you know, people get paid for that, but. If you can play pickup with NBA players, I think you're good enough to at least oh, get yeah. a look at, you know. But um well since we're talking NBA, let's um let's talk about a thing that I sent you. Let's talk about top five. Well not top five. No, I know. I got you. Yeah, you're starting five. Starting five. Yeah, starting five with you can only pick two mega stars. Yeah. And mega stars, we're gonna debate that right now. Like yeah. what's a mega star, what's not a star. Right. We know that the NBA has a lot of stars and they're they're a league of stars. Right. Because they each team almost has a star, right. I wanna say. Yeah. Um, but we'll go with your list first. So my list and let me know like what you think about when, when we obviously debate stars. Um my two mega stars. LeBron James and Michael Jordan, and that was hard for me because yeah. I was I was torn between Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant because I I love Kobe Bryant and I the thing with Kobe is I've seen him play I didn't see Michael Jordan play right yeah. at his elite level right so I'm I see highlights I see this but it, it I mean his accolades are just they just they're ongoing but it's one of those <laughs> it's like. I don't know who to choose. And I, I went with Michael simply because there was a quote by, um, um, I'm blanking on the coach, uh, coach's name right now, Phil Jackson. And he's like, Michael Jordan was a better defender, like leader than Kobe. And I think that was a young Kobe versus an older one. Um, but I think with that, I was like, I, 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 with this, I'll just go with Michael just because of that. But it, it was such a hard choice. Um, my other three, my point guard, uh, and this, this, it's hard because it's, it's it, there's a lot of things that I have with my list where people can play different positions. But mm-hmm. point guard, I'm, I'm picking up Chauncey Billups. That's a good one, dude. That man. That's a good one. Yeah, man. And the crazy part is like because he was he was a star for that team. He was, but he wasn't the superstar. Because right. I would say the superstar of that team was probably then, uh, taste yeah, taste Sean Prince. Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton. Tayshon, I don't think they had any. They just, nah, they, they just were a squad, team. They're a squad. a squad. But he was, he's not even top 75 or a Hall of Famer, bro, which is crazy to me. Um, That's a good pick. Yeah. I didn't even think of Chauncey. Three and D, bro. Big shot. 
Um, I like that. And then Clay Thompson. I mean, I know he's a Super Bowl champ. Super Bowl. I know he's a, he's a Super Bowl. He's a four-time <laughs> NBA champion. He's an all-star, but he's not in the top seventy-five either. He was ranked number seventy-seven all-time list, which is crazy. Uh, but I think for him, three and D guy, right? Um, I think he could space the floor and. And his, I would say his prime because now after his injuries, I'm not saying he's the best defender now, but like he can still defend. But prior to his injury, you know, he was looked at one of the best, you know, two ball, two guard defenders, you know, in the league. So, um, and then my center, I I had to find a big man because I'm like, okay, like if I'm okay, so you have Chauncey, I have Chauncey Billups, I have Clay, Clay, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. So far as my four, so LeBron at the four, okay. LeBron at the four. My fifth, I'm gonna put Brooke Lopez. I'm gonna put Brooke Lopez simply because he has grown into a rim protector and as floor spacer. So he could literally sit at the corner um, and shoot threes. He has an outside game, inside game, and he could protect the rim, his long arms. Um, so I think with that, like even if you're having LeBron James and Michael Jordan attack the paint, you could move. Clay Thompson could be in the corner. You can have Chauncey Billups at the top of the key. Then you could have Brooke Lopez at the the other corner. You could have LeBron and, and Michael Jordan dominate all game mid range. So those are my five. Um, you know, I, I'll ask you like, what do you think about like the three other? You know, I don't think none of them are stars or even super or superstars, but I do think they are a star in their role um, for the team that they played for, especially. Chauncey Billups, especially Clay Thompson, and especially Brooke Lopez with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um I think what well, I think what it fits your team well because you're gonna spread the floor. And defend. You have to spread yeah. the floor with LeBron and Michael. The and Michael never had Michael played an era with, with big men. So it would be interesting to see him play in that offense that he's gonna be able to almost have a lane and he can dish out yeah he never really had that it was more you gotta drive that hoop and you gotta yeah. you gotta put it in you only had kerr really yeah and he i mean he's a, he's a efficient three-point shooter so i, I he was really like, yeah, like ron harper at one point yeah. but i mean he didn't really have too many shooters yeah the whole league back then was more predicated on two so it'd be interesting and, to see him with shooters yeah um yeah, I, I like that because I feel like Chauncey Billups is going to be able to give you defense. He doesn't need to be the scorer. Right. Um, Clay's going to be able to hit those shots, and Chauncey's going to be able to hit shots too. Yeah. Um, and Brooke is going to be able to hit shots from the outside. Yeah. Um, so I think it it gives you that, like you're spreading the floor and you're playing a small ball. But you're not playing small ball because LeBron can play small ball if you get what I'm saying. No, 100%. I think what I did was... It's going to be running... It's going to be basically D and D and three. Yeah, what I what I did was I spaced the floor because my, my mindset, I was I was torn between adding um, uh, Dennis Rodman. I really wanted to add him for that defense, that prowess. But what I said was, okay, if I put LeBron and if I go against, if someone has a, a big in the paint, well, they got to guard LeBron. He can't step out and hit three, so they got to remove themselves from the paint, and that opens it up for Michael, for Brooke, um, to to do something in there. Um, so it, it was it was definitely hard. I wasn't sitting there going top five. I'm done. Like I had uh, quite a few names that I wanted to put in there. 
uh, to space the floor and to also be in the paint. Um, but it was one of those, like, are they a star? I was also torn between, like, yes, yeah. you know? And I was like, well, you know, I think I went with that just because of, at a power forward, 6'9", 260, I think LeBron can handle anything um, in terms of a physicality matchup. Um, and then with Mike, like, let's space the floor, have him just be in the mid-range. Or, I mean, I'm sure you can step out and hit threes as well, at, you know, depending on which league we're playing in as well. Are we playing in now's league, modern era? Are we playing in the Jordan era? Because I think either way, the team that I'm thinking of, the team that I just selected, would still do well in either era. Because now you're talking yeah. about, okay, let's go back to MJ era. Now you got a 6'9", 260 power forward. And you still got Chauncey Billups. And these guys are now spreading the floor. So now they're just creating... It's like, okay, this is going to be a hard thing to stop. Modern era, same thing. Run and gun, like it's fast-paced offense, high scoring. It can compete with kind of any era. So that's kind of where I went with my choices. Um, but I'm kind of excited to also hear about yours as well. I think we're – I might get a little hate. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the reason why I did it, and I'll explain why I did yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I went with Kobe and LeBron. Yep. And the reason why I went with Kobe and LeBron is because I think if because my first thought right away was Kobe and Jordan. Yeah. I don't think they would mesh. I think they would struggle with each other because they're both very I'm not going to say ball dominant, but they like to have the ball. Mm -hmm. um, and they both want the chance to score. Mm hmm. Um, because I think that's where they're best at. Sorry, we're having difficulties here. It might be me. Um, sorry. All right. So um, I'm going to, yeah. So I just, I feel like Michael and Kobe wouldn't, play well with each other. And I hate to say it. I just don't I don't feel like they would. Um so I had LeBron and Kobe because I feel like LeBron and Kobe the way LeBron has been playing now, I would like that. You want the now LeBron. Not now, but I would I would the say mindset. the last five years of like very team oriented, kind of like I would even see like the way he played with D Wade. Okay. Like that's the way that like I can envision um them playing together. Um I know Kobe's not much of a slasher like that, um, like D Wade, but I would like to see I, I would more like I would want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, would, I think it'll mesh well. So I would yeah. put them together um on a team. So I don't know. We're getting like some weird interference in our headphones here. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Well, I don't know what happened, but I don't hear it anymore. Uh, Miles' fall. <laughs> when, when in doubt, blame it on someone else. Um, Black man, of course. Yeah, yeah, we got to do that. That's the first person I blame. First. <laughs> and you again. Yeah. I don't know. It just keeps doing it. We'll ignore it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go center. I went with well, the way that I'm going to play LeBron and um, 
I'm going to have LeBron at the four. Okay. Um, same as you. Yeah. And I'm going to put Kobe more in the small forward. Okay. Um, not as a shooting guard. Center, I would go with someone like Pau Gasol. Um, I don't know if he is a superstar to you. Uh, I don't. That's a hard one because he changed. He, you're right. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, as yeah. soon as he got to the Lakers, is when I feel like his stardom started to uh, come about. So I don't know. I I, I'll, I mean, it's not like I whether I accept it or not. It's fine. Um, uh, so I, I'll go ahead and appease that. Like that's cool. I think that's that's a tough one because he could also spread the floor as well. So I think he'd be a solid. That's more like what I went for, him yeah. spreading the floor. Um, so um, I have to circle back around to that one. Um, I'm getting things untangled here. I think I found out what it was. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Dang it, you messed me up now. Pogasol, LeBron James. Really? Well, now I'm second guessing. Wait, why? Because he said, <laughs> no, I like fine. to think that he is a, a superstar, but I don't think he's a mega star. He's not, I don't think he's a mega star. The star on that I guess because I was thinking, I was thinking more like box office, more like the top centers. Like I wouldn't pick Shaq. You know, I, 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 can't, I can't. I can't pick Shaq. I can't pick Shaq because he's a megastar. Yeah, I know. Um, I can't, you know, I can't pick any of the top centers because, well, it's, it's, I mean, maybe I could say Bynum. Yeah. Give me Bynum. Yeah. We'll go he's with not Bynum. a star. We'll go with Bynum. Yeah. Um, but it would be more around in that era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just battled injuries. So I'll, we'll, we'll substitute it with Bynum. Okay. Um, Shooting guard. This one was really tough for me. Yeah. I, this is the the two that I had such a hard time because I went back and forth on the Michael and Kobe a lot. Yeah, because that was who's going to fit those those guys' play and the way that Kobe plays. Um, it's very different, and it's not. So I went more like. I went really no like not a star. Okay. Um I went more like pass. And oh. I went like a, a like shoot, a yeah. like a Mike Bibby. For a shooting guard? Point. Oh, got it. Um Mike Bibby, I just I felt like he he did a I guess my team would be more on a budget right now. That's the way it's looking. <laughs> <laughs> budget team. Yeah. Um but I feel like he would do a, a good enough job to pass the ball around, um, be able to shoot three. Chauncey Phillips, that one really, like, that one took me back. That, 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 I'm like, man, yeah. that was such a good one. But what's funny is I didn't, I thought about the Pistons. I didn't think about him. You thought about which which era of the Pistons? Like the Rip, the Rip Hamilton? Or are you talking about? No, I, I just didn't. I, I had, like. I had Tayshawn Prince like, oh, in my head and like Sheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace, Big, Ben Wallace. I had Ben Wallace too. And I was like, bro, who's their <laughs> and that's what it kind of <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um and then shooting guard, I was a little torn. And I'm I still kind of am. Like it yeah. it, it kind of up in the air of like what kind of point guard do I go with? 
like in my head, I was like a Jamal Crawford, but he's very ball dominant. Yeah. Shannon. You're leaving. Right. Shannon's leaving. Good to see you, Shannon. She's leaving the podcast studio. We're in a studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or at the house. But take care, Shannon. Bye. Um, I can't pick someone like that. So I went like Ginobili. Okay. Did, do you feel like he's a... That's hard because he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. And he's top 75. <laughs> but is he <laughs> he's is not he a mega the, star is he the mega no he well he so no he's a he's a six man of the year so he's not even a starter not to say like he couldn't start that'd be absolutely asinine to say but you know it's hard because that's why it's it's, it's a hard one it's a hard it's a hard one because, because Tim duncan was the star the the quiet star and then next i would go tony tony uh, yeah, because he's a starter. Like these, Tony Parker was like, yeah, that a lot of that offense ran through him. Manu was just that guy that like he was just that dude. He was that guy. He was just that dude. That I, I mean, I, I'll accept. It. I don't know what the fans would say. You pissed? Know. I don't. I don't give a no. Point. I I, I want to go back to your point though with Kobe and Jordan not meshing. I think that that's tough because that's two alphas. I mean, all, mega stars are alphas, but it's one of those where. I would agree with you if I didn't see Kobe play the way he played with the USA Basketball Redeemed team. The way he played exactly. was he was like, guys, I'll I'll focus on defense. You guys do. The thing with to me that I get with Kobe and Jordan is trust with his teammates, right? So when Kobe trusts his teammates, like the All-Star games or he passes. Um, oh, yeah. Now, I don't know, you know, so – I think they would mesh. Like when you go on the Lakers team, and you look at that team with like Nick Young and Carlos Boozer, like those years. Yeah, he's not passing. I wouldn't pass the <laughs> damn ball either. Like, are you kidding me? Um, and obviously he was injured those years, but like that—that's just his style. His style is one-on-one, take it to the like, and you—you you can't stop this. But I do believe if he had another superstar on his team, this is me. That it can like mesh. a Chris Paul, like when like, Chris Paul was going to get traded there. Um, well, that's a, that's a that's a that's a definitely complimentary piece because he is a point guard. But what I'm saying is, I don't like like to me right now like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown don't mesh together. They're the it's same not player. Working, huh? They're the it's same not player. Working. But obviously, you're talking about Kobe and Michael. They're two different. Yeah, yeah. Kobe can play a role if he. I don't know if he would be willing to take that role of like hey who's taking this last shot but that's what i'm saying like i, I feel don't like know. i feel like um kobe would constantly be sitting there going um we'll let michael take it because i look up to michael or and hopefully michael did the same thing cuz and i don't think michael would i think michael <laughs> that's would be hard. Like, this that's is hard. my freaking team that's hard that's so hard i think one. you would have these two alphas where michael created his career off of i'm the guy and then kobe went i'm the guy but that's the guy i look up to yeah, and that that's why I feel like Kobe and LeBron would be such a good. You got one freaking horse in LeBron, <laughs> and he's a pass first mindset. So like that's yeah, yeah. Like, so it would be like, a, I think he would compliment the Pau Gasol. The like, He's like a like a, a, I feel like a muscular, more athletic Magic Johnson. I'm not saying he's Magic Johnson. I'm not going to go that far because he does a, he does a lot. He's a he's an all around type of player magic i mean it's hard to say anybody with a better point guard than him but um in terms of like what can someone if you have someone to make do everything 
that filler is. Would you be better if I said, because I'm really second guessing one. Okay, go ahead. ahead. Would you be um, if I said like Ray Allen? What about him? Oh, like instead of of Ginobili? Yeah. Sure, yeah. (laughs) That's so, you know, it's hard because it's like he's. He's the best. He's one of the best three point shooters. It's that, but they, they call him like big three. But like I don't, he's not a mega star. Because but he's okay, the best so like, shooter. what do you think of Kevin Garnett? That was one of the guys. I was oh, thinking dude, that's a, that's a star. That's a mega. Star. That's a mega because he took the Timberwolves. Because just, I was sitting there thinking, I was it's like, hard. Okay, so here's here's the thing. Like I Sam think, Cassell was another gross, point guard that I was gross. like, <laughs> I, absolutely not. Spreewell. <laughs> Spreewell's dope, but uh, I don't think he's. I, doing I think it. I think you're fine with Ray Allen. I, I think Ray Allen was same thing with Clay Thompson. It's one of those guys like. They're gonna have his ball in his hands all the time, but they're, they're a key part. They're of that. a key part of the success of the winning. But team. I will say this: I will say, um, Ray Allen. Uh, I'm gonna say no for Ray Allen because I feel like Clay Thompson's a good one. I feel like if you put Clay on any other team, I don't know. If Depends on the team. Exactly. If he's the if he's the star, then. No, right? He's yeah, not. and I feel like with Ray Allen, I feel like he can't lead a team. He can. I mean, he's I, on the Supersonics. I mean, who did they have? Uh, they, that, exactly, they didn't do anything. But he was doing pretty well. They had what was it? Was he the, was he with Gary Payton back then? Yeah. Was, okay, so he had the glove. So Gary Payton left. Um, yeah, Ray Allen was different back then than he was. Yeah, he was good. different. He was different. Yeah. different. Because um, he has a, a lot more athleticism back then. He's dunking. I guess I'm just thinking more of the Ray Allen, like with um, the Heat. That w- that Ray Allen would be more. I'll of take a role that Ray Allen because I mean he was four. Like you had Chris Bosh, you had like I feel like KG and Chris Bosh are like that's not okay. I think KG's better. I'm not saying that. I'm, talking say... about, I'm talking about a <laughs> tier of players that like you know they're the best player on their team. So Toronto and Minnesota, like you know they were the best players on their team. Whether or not you consider them superstars or not, like it's kind of like as you could tell, I went, I went really back and forth on a lot of it's a, it's it's hard because I wanted to actually put I was thinking of Jalen Brunson, but I don't know what where he's at right now. But as that would have been fair. It would I think he's leading into that superstardom into for the Knicks, but he don't play no defense. So I had to find I I wanted to find someone I wanted to find people that could do both. Um, you yeah. know, just in case I'm like. We can't defend the paint. I got two guys that they can't defend it. They can't defend it. But they got to, the other team has to, you know, I was thinking, okay, if I have to go up against Shaq, if I'm Brooke Lopez, you're not stopping him. Okay, then six men. Who do you got? You're six Oh, six men. See, what, what, what can he be? Is he a megastar? Is he a. Well, six men. Like, if they were known for being a six man, um, uh, I would say I would say someone that's what, like, okay. Known, if, known for, like, so I just want to make sure that you're not saying. Put one on the bench. You're saying a known sixth man. Yeah, I mean Jatobli. That's not even. I don't even think that's <laughs> a Lou, a dude. Lou will. No, I'll take Lou. I'll I'll take Jatobli. Lou will dope, but he only averaged like or Trevor Reza. <laughs> I mean, nah. It's, it's just time frame. I it's, guess it's time. Frame. I'm just thinking time. Frame. You gotta think too. Like Ginobili is a champion, bro. Like it's hard because Jamal. I would have said Crawford. Yeah, he's great. He's just not Ginobili. True, true. It's but it's so hard because um, if you put people in situations, right? Because I think, like when OKC had Harden come off the bench as a six man, that dude was a solid player. That's what I'm saying. If he was, if he continued to be a six man, wow, like wow. And then so like, I mean, he doesn't need to be. He, he 
pretty good. I, I, you know, that's what's, but he had to be forced into that. He went yeah. to another team and he they, had they, to... that team should have stayed. That team was too solid. Thank you, Warriors, for changing Kevin Durant's mindset to leave. It's so wild to me. I talk about it. I think anytime it gets brought up, uh, it, it makes me mad. That because situation. it's like you lost you lost to a team that you were up. Uh, with a 3-2? 3-1. Yeah. You're up 3-1, and then you lose that series. The first thing you do, Kevin Durant, is sit down with those guys and go, we were one game away. We were one game away and probably would have had a pretty good chance against that Cleveland team. I'm going to probably say they probably would have beat them because mm. the Warriors should have beat them. Mm. That's tough. Because that same, that same, I think obviously they learned from that first loss to the Heat. Not the same. Um, when they played OKC, when OKC played, that, that was like, you know, it was years later or a couple years later. Yeah, a couple years, couple. few years later, few years later, because LeBron was on Cleveland. I, I honestly, they would have. I think they could have because only because, um, was that the year that LeBron, they they came back on the war? Yeah, that was the same year they came. They came back. They wouldn't have beat that Cavs team. I think. I think that Cavs team, honestly, to everybody out there, you may have a different opinion. I think that Cavs team was one of the best teams I've seen. Not just because they came back on the, the 73 Warriors team, but I personally believe that uh, if Kevin Durant didn't go to the Warriors, Cleveland would have won at least one of those two That's finals. And, <laughs> and, and uh, I don't know. I just, that Cleveland team was, was, was tough. They had everything. Um, I agree with you. I feel like, um, no, I think OKC. I think they were they a better. Were, I think they, they were, were a solid. better team. They were solid. Um, if they would have beat the Warriors like that, that been, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it would have been like a four-one hypothetically, right? Yeah, four-one. Yeah, they would have been going in to play the Cavs. The Cavs. Yeah, I, I think it's the. Good, I think good. they would have got them. But I think what was so crazy about that Cleveland team is like Kevin Love was gone like he just looked like he's on his way out checked out um Kyrie just couldn't hit anything and they kind of look like oh we're dead in the water but then they just have those crazy games that's why I think if Kyrie just suck it up you should have just stayed there that, what are you doing? That team. He would. I think him and LeBron would have won more. Oh, I, I least, honestly believe at least one more. I, I honestly, wholeheartedly agree. I think if they both stayed, because I don't think LeBron would have left unless he wanted to. Um, I think he left because there's just nothing there's else. Nothing else. No, that did. that that last year was. He did everything. He averaging like forty something. We're losing by like twenty. There's just no way. Oh yeah, it so, just didn't look good at all. Yeah, so the team that they were surrounding him with was absolutely garbage. Yeah, I think he felt like I'm not getting too much. Um, that would have been a, a, a hard. I would say that would have been a tough one to kind of just like ride ride out your final years with. Man, what can we do? Because no one wants to come to Cleveland, like. People, I mean, if you do want to go to Cleveland, you just kind of want to play with LeBron because you know you have a chance. And 
I, maybe at the time you felt like the East was weaker, but like, you know, Kyrie stays, LeBron stays. You could surround a team with that. But now you win a title together, and then you have that camaraderie. But when when KD just like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the Warriors. I think everybody they might have. I don't think they lost in the playoffs that year. That Kevin Durant, like they they were four and all, four and all, four and all, and then. I don't know. <laughs> they probably swept the case. Like, it was like, bro, there's no team that could compete with this. Because Kevin Durant, like, one of the greatest shooters we've ever seen, scorers we've ever seen. You have three shooters. He didn't have shooting. to. All right. He didn't, like, have to be. He he didn't. Ha even though they said he was the best player on the team, I think that's fair. It's like, you didn't have the focus. You didn't have to, like, go out there and score 40. Well, he just had to. He had to win the finals. Like he had to just go out there and play a good. Just finals. play. All you had to do was just play a good finals. Because you got Curry. They're because watching. Because Curry kind of has always struggled in the finals of recently, and then till recently now, right. not right. But people argue Kyrie's better than Curry one on one. I'm gonna tell you that right now. People because and there's a lot of like they're not saying he's greater. Greater is different than better to me. I think greater because of accomplishments. What, what do you? What do you? What do you? We're want? saying no. I'm saying like one on one. You have to guard this man. People are saying, yeah. I don't think Curry's better than Kyrie. But it's it's. I, I'm not saying that. I, it's hard. I'm not saying it's it's when because when Kyrie went against them in the finals, he shut him down. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. That's a hard thing. To, but it's it's like man, Kyrie's outplaying. Him is what well, he, he, I, I feel like, uh, okay, not shut down, but I feel like he did a great job. Yeah. yeah. Defending him, um, scoring against him. Yeah. So it was like, man. Curry was not getting the looks that he was getting um, earlier in that series when they beat them. Yeah. And I feel like when, when the Cavs started to struggle internally and they had to... Uh, overcome the four-headed monster of four-headed yeah i mean it's crazy like draymond at that time was playing the best defense oh, he's played defender all day and um, facilitator he was yeah the offense and then so, who else did they have on that team dude who cares that's all you need was i felt like they had another center uh it wasn't bogut was it no oh, he was no. the earlier years yeah i can't remember it didn't matter because it didn't Bogut, matter. Andrew Bogut. Because it didn't matter, dude. They were just so dominant. I think they had Iguodala as well on the bench, who's another yeah. guy who could be a six man if that's what you want to discuss. But um, he's a good six man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I still think Ginobili. I don't think he's close. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, that 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 was the best team I've ever seen in my life. I didn't. I you know I didn't start watching basketball to the maybe. Spurs. No, the the Warriors. Oh, Warriors! I was gonna yeah. say Spurs. No, Spurs was there was well, solid the Spurs, team. The they Spurs really when good. they were had like, I mean, I feel like when they had when they were when they beat the Cavs, like the Cavs, like the first no, the first like, um, finals that LeBron went to when he played the Spurs. The Heat. No, when he was with the Cavs. Oh, he got swept. Yeah. They did it just that team was nasty. Was I think nasty. that's when they had Kawhi. No. No? Not yet. Kawhi is he beat them when he was in Miami. Oh, got it. Got it. When he you talking about before he beat them Miami twice. State, before his <laughs> Miami stint. Yeah. Went, got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, because he went he was with the Spurs and one he made that like awesome three. 
beat him. And then got traded. Yeah, traded to Toronto. Mm. And then he won that one year and then left. How do you feel about Kawhi, actually? Do you have any feelings towards those? Like frustrating. What do you? What do you? I really him? like Kawhi. Like Dude, I really like. Where do you rank him though? I, it's Not, hard. Yeah, it's hard. You, right? You, I can't rank him because it's, hard. it's unrankable. I don't think he's up there with the greatest because skill wise, he's constantly so. hurt. Yeah, and I don't think he has the ability that the other guys have. Yeah. Now defensively, he's scary I when think, he's healthy. But he's never healthy. Right, that's questionable right there. So I, that's the problem. I think when I saw him play against the Suns this year, I felt what I felt when I watched him because he was dropping like thirty-eight or something crazy. Yeah, what I felt was very Kobe Jordan-esque. Like, and I was like, he's hitting shots over their face. I mean, he's hitting <laughs> shots over their head. It doesn't matter. He's going to the <laughs> mid-range. He was just the most unstoppable force. And I'm like, dude, this guy. When he plays, like you said, you can't rank him because talent-wise, I think he is one of the best. Now, I, it's hard because there's so many of the yeah. greatest, but it's the one biggest caveat is your availability. And if you don't have it, I can't rank you. I just I I, I look back at his career and I go, okay, you get you get traded Toronto, and you went you go half of a season there, I think, or like maybe in the beginning of the season. I can't remember. I don't know how long he was. I, there. I think it was the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, that's when he's like, uh, 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 uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, it's so bad, man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh man, I feel like with him, he's so talented and he hits his shots. Stay with Toronto. I didn't get the whole like you're gonna go to L.A. and as much as you know what I'm done with people talking about Paul George. Why, I'm done. Bro? I'm done. You don't like Paul George? I like Paul George, but I'm done. Wait, what do you mean? What's, what are you doing? with? I, when I hear them every year, there's someone to be reckoned with. <laughs> oh, Shut oh, up. PG-13, bro, that, that man is nice, but I get he it. He is nice, I but I'm it. done. I get it. Are you done because he's hurt? Start winning. <laughs> See, that's the thing. When they're on the floor, they're like 70% win rate, but like they're never on the floor together. Like no, I'm 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 uh, with you. Getting, I get it's you. getting really old. I, I get you because I love PG. Speaking of PG, a lot of these players now, when they ask, "Hey, who's the goat?" A lot of them have been saying Paul George. Their goat is Paul George, and I'm like, I don't think they're understanding what are you the question. Talking about? So like, what? Brandon, you know who Brandon Mill? You probably don't know who Brandon Mill. But he he's a he was a second round pick out of Alabama. He went to the New Orleans or sorry Charlotte Hornets. Is he a point guard? Nah, he's a small forward. Okay. Uh, they asked him who his goat was, and he said Paul George. And they were like, "Why? Wait, what?" And so I forgot who else they asked. Um, and somebody else said Paul George. And I'm like, I don't think they're they're understanding the question. the The, the question isn't who their favorite player is; it's who's the goat. And I think they still, you know, they still don't waver and they say Paul George. And it's because it's it's a style they try to emulate. So if you watch Brandon Miller for the Hornets. This upcoming season, he, he a lot of his game is predicated on the style of Paul George, and I and I I, li- I think Paul George like he's skill set. Oh my gosh, defense, you know everything. Yeah, that's what you'd want in a player. 
But I want I'm, availability. I'm so tired. I want availability. Of them talking about it. Well, he also said, "Hey, this year I'm coming." Like, uh, stop. <laughs> the, do, do you not believe? In, Just do it. Do you not believe in the Clippers? I want to see them get to as much as people are talking. Man, they're the LA team. They're the shut up. You know, I'm a Lakers fan, so yeah, I'm like, life, yeah. Just shut up. Yeah, no, I get I'm it. I'm so sick and tired. And and you know what it is also too. It comes down to he didn't come to the Lakers, and it pisses me off. It made me mad. The Kawhi. Do you know Kawhi wanted both of them? To? You know Kawhi wanted to. He was like, it was actually a hard decision not to go to. The, he's like, I wanted to compete. He's like, but if the Clippers weren't going to get Paul George, I was going to go to the Lakers. Now. It's Paul George's fault twice. It, I mean, because was, he said when he was with he the Patriots, he said he said it twice. Yeah, yeah. He said, "I'll oh, go to the Lakers," and I went, "Please do, please." And then he didn't, and I went, "Okay, well, that nope. made me mad." Yeah, you was, went to OKC. Did you have liked the Rosen? Not now, no. Hmm. But I would have took him. Yeah. Okay. But all them, all those guys. Yeah. Oh man. I would love to go to LA. Shut your mouth. Until you come here, <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> your team is solid now, bro. Like No, I love the team now. I feel like what they did at the end of the season, yeah. it's scary. Defensively. Yeah. If they could just get offensively uh, in sync with each other, yeah. they're gonna be scary. I Matt think, Reeves. Who? Or uh, what's on, his name? Come on, bro. Austin. Austin, sorry. What about Matt Reeves? I don't know who Matt Reeves is. Matt Reeves is. is the guy that made the Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Good um, Batman movie. One of my favorites. Uh, Austin Reeves, who's now... He's playing well overseas. Um, dude, he's killing it, I don't know dude. if you're watching FIBA. He is white. But you understand that? He's I, our white knight. I, li- I like his handles, bro. When you get when you get like Kai, Kyrie saying, dang, like he, he in the... Yeah. That Phil Handy handbook, bro. Like, that's crazy. So... I think um I think I've got a good team. Camaraderie's there, defense is there, the health has gotta be there. Um the A- AD health. just has to be there. AD's so AD plays every playoff game. Uh, if, if anybody's not you know, if anybody's hearing this and understand like AD's never available <laughs> during the season, look at his playoffs. He doesn't miss games. He killed the playoffs. But he's also up and down, which is annoying. He'll thirty and fourteen in the 40. next game, eleven points, and you're like where did you go? I, I, you should have just took the day off. Um, so I, I think the biggest thing if you're a Laker fan is that LeBron James needs to be healthy. Um, I know a lot of people didn't believe he had a tendon tear in his foot that he's battling through. But, hey, he just didn't complain. Um, I think he needs to be healthy by playoff time. So they may do some load management towards the end. I they don't know. need to. Like, I, I feel like. He's like 60 years old and he's trying to go out there. He's a solid. He's a solid 60. No. but uh, No, I think they need to rely on those young players to get them to the playoffs. All those guys that they have yeah, right now. Yeah, they have now. to. Man, Austin's going to be well. He's doing. And even some of the guys, you were telling me the guy that's from. Gabe Vincent. Yeah. Like. I feel like they just have a they have a good team, yeah, and it's a good core. They kept the core from the defense, of perspective. Yeah, Vanderbilt, huge. Uh, yeah, Vanderbilt, that guy, man. I was so Underrated, surprised bro. how well he did defensively. You, you, you get these players that he was are like, covering Curry. He's trying. And I was like, that's scary. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> I mean, he did his best. The Warriors but, really. I don't understand what they just looked. Oh. They look bad. I mean, Clay Thompson as well. I don't understand what. Well, what's there. his name too? Who's the other Jordan? Guy? Yeah, man. Yeah, he he didn't even leave. Uh, he showed his colors going to Washington. You, he's going to average like fifty. That's fine. Go ahead, still lose. <laughs> Get Washington. <laughs> Wait, where's Bradley Beal right now? Suns. You want to talk about them? How do you feel about that? 
I don't like their team, Enough. bro. <laughs> bro, you have you have they you, have no depth. You have Booker, KD, Bradley Bill. I forgot who their starting point guard is. When they when they went to the finals, they had depth. And then they got rid of all that depth. So they No, dude, they got depth now. Do they now? Dude, I think they have I I know you're not gonna know his name or know who he is, but Watanabe from uh Brooklyn. He's a three and D guy, long arms. I forgot who else they have, but they started adding more depth. And I was like, okay, this team looks pretty good. I just don't like that they. I I I don't know how you feel. Like I like Bradley Bill when he was with Washington. Enough, no. <laughs> but I just don't know how he's gonna play with with the Suns. I don't see that team working out as well as people think. Um, I think Kevin Durant was his, with his injury uh, history. Um, I don't think I don't see Devin Booker having a, a perfect playoff performances like he did against the uh um yeah booker can't do it all he needs he, he needs kd to an step up and be the guy yeah, too yeah um and i think beal has to just play his role you can't i still think the nuggets are better uh yeah i do too yeah but my thing is i just I, when people talk about bradley beal too enough <laughs> why i want to see <laughs> and now it's his chance now I don't want to hear any complaining. He says he has no excuses. Well, it's the same thing that, as if like Damian Lillard, but Damian Lillard didn't complain. Don't talk about Damian because you know what's happening. They're not even making trade talks with Miami. It sucks, man. Uh, yeah, it does. I feel for you, bro. I, I what's pissing me off. It's is the like, same way I felt when they were talking about Chris Paul coming, and, and it felt like, what's going on? Why that can't, that transaction was like it that was, was shady. That was shady. That really was. But this one, it feels like it's not even. Uh, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna if I have that mindset, I'll just be like, you know what? Like, we're just not getting them because they're not they're not even talking to the the Heat, but no one's talking to the Blazers because they're like, well, if he doesn't want to be here, why would we trade up our assets? You guys want all this stuff, which I get. Blazers, I get where they're coming from. They're like, dude, dude we're giving up our best player. We need more assets than just uh, Tyler Hero and draft picks. That doesn't work. But it's done. But that, that's no, the thing is, it's done. It's done, but like nobody. And then the thing is, nobody is uh is willing to give up a lot of stuff for Damian Lillard. He's a 33, 34 year old point guard, and you're like, I'm not giving up my future draft picks for Damian. Like, who's, that's who, why I think for someone point. who doesn't want to be here. Like it's different if like he was 28, 29, maybe even 27. Like, and they're like, okay, we can build around him. We have a future with him. You have. Two or three years left. I can't remember how much it was. I think it's till 2026. You're telling me I'm going to give you my draft pick so I can't draft. And then people may not want to come here. So we may, we may be a cap hit because he's getting $36 million this year, $37 million next year, $41 and that. You're telling me I'm giving up all of these assets for one player that, to me, I, I'm not going to say he's not a difference maker. Because he can be for a solid team. Like, he really can be. But, like, you're not getting, like, the LeBron. You're not getting someone who, like, people want to, I'm going to go there and play with this dude. Like, he's the reason why I want to go to this market. So, like, what team is going to trade all their stuff to get this one player who may, who doesn't want to stay there for three years? The Heat, it makes sense for them trading what they were trading. I thought it was Give it a, a hero. I thought, I thought it was a good trade. I think it's... It's. I'm disappointed in the Blazers. I think they need to look at how you just looked at it. You guys, it's done. 
what you guys tried setting up is done now. Um, Shell, Nurkic, and Lillard in that. If you have to trade Nurkic somewhere else to get draft picks, then do that. Right. But it's done. Start start to rebuild. Yeah. It's like they're afraid to they're like, we want to rebuild, but we want all the we want all the stuff that's gonna make it easy to rebuild fast. Yeah. No. You're, you're not, not gonna get that luxury. You're not getting a superstar for Lillard. You don't have that luxury anymore. You don't. Lillard, I think the best thing they could have done for him is just and for him. He's he's been loyal to your city. Yeah, that's another key. Trade him. Trade him to to the Heat. And if the Heat, the Heat are in a win now mindset. But if the Heat, if I was the Heat too, I would say, I'm not trading anymore. Yeah, I'm we giving can't give it. that how up. Many, how many first rounds were they giving? Uh, I didn't look at the trade details. I want to say it was like two first rounds, Tyler Euro, and then like a second rounder, but like a. It was four draft picks. I just don't know what round. But the, my thing is to take all those. Dude. And then, and then you go like this to Tyler Euro. Hey, you know, this is going to be your team. Um, you know, try to keep us afloat. Mm -hmm. This is your team. So the, right currently, the Blazers have four, like, well, they have a, they have a, really, they have a really good guards. Like, they have too many guards. Too many. Like, get rid of, so like. Not even just get rid of them, just keep, hold on to them. And then if you can trade one or two of them. I would say Lillard, and then what is it, Simon? Simon, yeah. But trade you also him, so they they their first pick was Scoot Henderson. I don't know if you know who Scoot Henderson is. He uh, he was in the G League and G League Ignite. He was pretty well. He's dominant in his role and um, Scoot. <laughs> Scoot and and he played. You were telling me that he he was looking pretty man, good. No, he so he was looking pretty good. So he he needs to work on his jump shot. That's for, but he is a, he is a, I, I would say a mix between like, he's probably like Derrick Rose. Like if you want to talk about someone who's athletic, he could fly in the air, he's fast, too strong, the finish is strong. Like that's another, we just, of course he got hurt. His, his style of play is going to get him hurt. He's 6'2, he's short, uh, but he could defend very well. Um, and he scores inside the paint. So he's very John Morant, uh, Derrick Wade kind of. So yeah, D Wade, but D. So the difference between him and D Wade is D Wade was one taller and longer. Um, but play style, but play style is very similar. Um, so that that's their future. Like that's your first. So when you when Damian Lillard saw that, he's like, bro, we have like five guards. What I'm not, and they're all short. Like, ain't nobody like six six guard. You know, you know, ain't nothing about doing that. Yeah, and it's that's just, the thing is, like, just like, bro, trade like, trade some of those assets away. Because you're not going to win now. Um, they think they're trying. Well, they're trying to get a superstar, and it's like you're not going to do that. And I think Lillard's probably telling people, telling stars. Well, he already made it public. That's his, what I'm saying. He agent, just told yeah. everybody, I'm. I don't want to be here. So why would a team teams. go? I'm going to trade my star over there so I can get what? Lillard. That's not going to be here in three years. When I think the reason why someone like the Heat are so like let's get them now let's let's get as much juice as we can out of the loop the next three years is it yeah or, we'll rebuild it but i can appreciate that's what my rams did what's we're gonna go in went, went all in we're gonna go in nfl now um they went all in and 
at first, I was really scared because I was like, man, we're trading away a lot of draft picks. We're trading a lot of assets. Like, I'm really scared. Yeah. But then we won a Super Bowl. Went all in. And then even after, I found myself getting mad because I was like, man, dude, now we freaking suck. But then my dad's like, they went all in and they won. They got a Super Bowl. You got you got to see your team win a Super Bowl. And I was like, you know what? I look at it different now. Right. I'm like, man, like, I'm happy that my team went. We have all this talent and it's only going to be here for three years. Very short time. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to win now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like not enough teams do that. Not enough teams go, okay, what do we got here? It's not likely to happen. It's I think it's it's just like the possibility of like we're going all in this one year. It's it's hard to give away to give away a lot of good assets, draft picks. Definitely in the NFL to give away a lot of draft picks, Mm -hmm. like how much they gave for Ramsey and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It it was scary. Or the Forty Niners for Trey Lance, but you know that didn't work. So, all right, (laughs) let's go in the Lance, man. That uh, That just happened yesterday. Yes, it did. Uh, I'm not a Cowboys fan, so I ask you, you know. Um, how do you feel about it? To me, I don't. I only there's only two ways or two reasons why this move, why Dallas did this move in my head. It's okay if Dak doesn't work out, like we're gonna, you know, result to to, to Trevor Lance being that backup. You think he's gonna be a good backup? Um, or like I think better backup than Cooper Rush for some reason. He played well when Dak was out, but you know they're like, okay, cool, we can have him as a backup just in case Dak doesn't do well or gets hurt. Or we'll develop Trey Lance, and he will be um, uh, our future, you know, if if Dak doesn't work. I don't – there's no really good – there's no really good news on Trey Lance. All I've heard is people talk kind of trash about how bad he's developed, how, like, non-starter – how non-NFL ready he is, like – and the 49ers gave him a chance, didn't work out. They traded up so much to get him at the first pick. Uh, for them, so I, I don't know what that means for Dallas, but I thought it was a weird, really, really weird move. I thought they would go for a running back. I think they wanted um, Cook really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they were talking to Cook, and when he decided to go to the Jets, I think it was they kind of sat back and went, "Okay, we didn't get what we wanted in Cook." I think what they're seeing right now is they're getting scared. I think they got scared of the way that Dak is playing right now and the way that he looks in practice. He does not look good. From from Dallas, like, news reporters and stuff, they're saying he looks bad. He's fighting with teammates. He's not, he's not doing well. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like, I wonder if... Because there's one thing this season with Dallas that I take from it. This is it for McCarthy. McCarthy. McCarthy or Dak? It I think it's it's McCarthy. It's McCarthy's team right now. And I think Jerry Jones went, you got one more year. You got one more year to to do what you want to do. Hire your coordinator. Kellen Moore went somewhere else. He went to the Chargers. You hire your coordinator you want. I want to keep, um, what's his name, uh, the defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. And I think 
what what might happen at the end of the season. Cowboys don't go to Super Bowl. Cowboys, it's Super Bowl or bust. You think Super Bowl or bust or yep. NFC Championship or bust? I think it's I think it's Super Bowl or bust. Appearance, appearance. Oh, okay. I think they need to get to the Super Bowl, and I think they need to um, for McCarthy's job. Which would be crazy to see a coach get fired after a Super Bowl appearance. <laughs> like, it'd be crazy. But I feel like right now McCarthy is in the hot seat. And I think he's sitting back and going, what if Dak starts playing really bad? What if he starts really screwing up the season for me? Yeah. What do I do? Yeah, but Trey Lance is the answer? That's where I'm confused. Well, no, that I don't think there's much on the market. And I think they're sitting back going, okay, how much can we get for Trey Lance? A fourth-round pick? That's nothing. There's no risk there. Mm-hmm. What's the risk? It, it, I think, in my opinion, it was a good move because it was, it scares Dak. Oh, you think it's going to be like a like a Aaron Rodgers? And I Jordan think it, I think it, I think it tells all those quarterbacks that are playing for the Cowboys right now. This is your chance. Oh, you, oh, you, okay. You think it's a psychological move? This is your chance, Cooper. You had a good season. You need you need someone to battle for your position. You could, and it could happen like this too. Dak could have a bad game, and they go, "We're going to you, Cooper," and Trey. You're going to learn this offense. Yeah. We got you for a fourth-round pick, man. You used people trade. This team traded up for you. They traded up for you. Gave around, gave so many draft picks away. For you. For you. Third overall. Third. Third overall. Dak is a fourth-round pick. You're a third overall. You're a third overall, and now you're a fourth-round pick. By the way, I've never seen him in college, by the way. Trey Lance. North Dakota State. No, I know he went. <laughs> I just, I just, did, I just had no. I've never seen him like. I think, I think this is a little bit of a, um, a wake up call to Trey. I think he a was. Little. Oh yeah. I absolutely. think he was. I think he was with the 49ers. He wasn't happy with the way things were going. I think he was getting frustrated that he got hurt, and he, he and it kind of also went. Purdy's going to be our guy. When I think he was like, wait, I thought it was going to be me. And they're like, no. You didn't show any. And then they they didn't even, nobody even battled for the first. They just gave it to Purdy. It's his. Jimmy's gone. So they just gave it to Purdy. And me as a quarterback, if I was sitting there, if I was Trey Lance, I'd be be frustrated. Oh, absolutely. I'd be a little bit like, hey, like, I mean, I know that I didn't lead the team, but – why this guy played seven games i i people are really high on purdy right now so i think it's it wasn't that you got to think too like purdy in the his last what seven games eight games he they were they won trey lance i guess to the 49ers in terms of quiff development right your last pick your third overall like that's what we're looking at we're looking at mystery relevant yeah yeah yeah, yeah outperforming like learning the offense quicker and so what i'm hearing from like other commentators other former qbs are like he's just not quick enough on his reads purdy is like boom you're not the open boom boom like he's he's he, he's very focused on like i know what to do 
and he has a grasp on that offense, and he has a, a command with leadership. That's what Trey Lance was lacking. And Sam Darnold, who they got, is now like people are you know people are saying, well, he could have he could be the starter as well. So you have two guys, and Trey Lance is like, well, I'm here. They're like, yeah, but you're just not. You're just not yeah, yeah. there. You're here, but you're not. You're not here. Like you're not better than the first two. So we could trade you, or you could be the third string quarterback. Yeah, I just. I think it's. I think it's wild. I think it's wild that they're giving the keys to Purdy. Yeah. What did he? What did he show? I understand. Um. I mean. I mean that Dallas game. He. he I mean he, barely there. I think his role. He is just different. managed. He managed the game. He's an Alex Smith type. But of now, just managed. This is the thing that yeah. they always say about every year, when these rookie quarterbacks or people that do well, what happens next year? It's not about what you did your first year. It's about what you do next year, because all the defensive coordinators go, "Oh, cool, cool. You thought you were good at that. I'm going to make sure I shut that down every time." Ah, now I have a whole off season to play game, play yeah, game like. Yeah. Play to your weaknesses. Right. So I think he's going to get a little bit of a... The NFL is going to come get him. I, I agree with the general sense of that when it comes to Kyle Shanahan's offense. I, I It's hard because, you know, I want to see what Jimmy... For just I want to see what Jimmy Garoppolo does with the Raiders. Right? Because the system that Kyle Shanahan has, it's very... Like run heavy, it's very short pass. Take it all the way, give it to the playmakers, and then when you think, oh, they're throwing it short, boom, play action. Brandon Ayuk down the middle, like it's very like George Kittle wide open over here. Like it's very Kyle Shanahan. Like it's quick offense. Get the ball out quick. We're not sitting here. You're like you're not having to play like Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. Where you're keeping the ball in your hands. You can move with your feet. It's like quick ball movement. Get it out your hands and the play scheme. So people got to figure out Kyle Shanahan before they pick because it's not like I, to me what I'm saying is it's not about I don't feel it's about Brock Purdy I feel it's about that he is good in that system and how he played mm -hmm. because they have a dominant defense yeah the defense is always gonna definitely gonna bail him out of yeah anything yeah. same thing with Dak I mean that defense bailed him out of a lot of almost potential losses but defense I think. Through. The 49ers and the Cowboys are very similar in this aspect. They both have the best defenses in the league. Now, they have. Now, what the difference is, is the 49ers, I think, have a young quarterback that is catered to the system. I don't think the Cowboys, that's what I've always tried to tell Ivan, I don't think the Cowboys ever catered to what Dak was good at and what Dak is good at short simple stuff do not complicate this run the ball pass a little bit run the ball pass short but when you have accuracy when Dak's accuracy is so bad right now and even in the playoffs it was like I watched a thing of just his accuracy and I'm like he, it's horrible and I think them bringing in Trey Lance, it's not so much we believe in you, Trey Lance. It's we just got you for a fourth-round pick, man. 
we needed another quarterback. Yeah. Because we could potentially be benching our star quarterback. I think that's that's huge. Um, and I think also, too, why they're playing, or at least Dallas offensively, was kind of the way they were playing was, you know, I feel like Jared Jones wants, you know, wants to utilize his investment. He paid a lot of money. That got mm-hmm. a lot of money uh, at the time. And so I think he's like, okay, I got to try to make him the hero in a sense, in a sense right? Because they play the run style of, like, balanced. We're going to run. We're going to throw. We're going to run. Um, that's not getting your investment back, essentially. So I, I maybe I, that's that's my own concern. No, and I, I feel like Jerry Jones was dipping his fingers way too much. And he was, he still is. That's just, and I think he still is. But yeah. it is weird how all of a sudden he's so high on Dak, so high on Dak, and all of a sudden they go get a quarterback. I don't think this is Jerry. I think Jerry's sitting back and going. If you want to get another quarterback, get another quarterback, but I don't want to give up anything for it. Oh, what about a fourth round? Fourth round's fine with me. Yeah. Go get your go get what you feel like you need to get. Yeah. Cause if Dak is not working out, that's on you. Yeah. Cause it that's at the end of the season, if this doesn't go good, McCarthy's on the hot seat. And and I think because when they sign when and it all stems back to Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn was getting so many offers from other teams. You could even put him as the head coach of Michael Carter or the- it'll be easy. It'd be easy to go. Okay, you'd be you'd be the head coach now. Yeah. And he's in he's been working in that system. It's his team, basically. It's his defense. You know, he would just have to get an offensive guy that fits more meshes well. You guys hit shot nine? Is that how you got that? Yeah. One of the shot nineers. Uh, but it mini. I think it stems all the way back to that. Right when they lost that playoff game, I think Jerry's was kind of sitting there going, I think he finally went, This is this is Dak. This is not the rest yeah, of the Yeah, because I, I we watched that NFC championship or And you could see his face yeah. when he was talking about it after you just like we lost. Yeah. And uh, it's like, I, I, and I think, I, I truly do believe they could have had a really good chance against the Eagles. They would have had a really good chance. Oh, I mean, yeah. And yeah. I think, I think the 49ers, than... too, if the 49ers just had a quarterback that wasn't hurt, or even if they had someone like an Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. imagine that. Like an Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers. <laughs> I mean, that's. That's going from like, yeah, that's an elite quarterback. It's crazy. Yeah, that'd be insane. But that was like potential. Like that that almost Could happened. Could have happened. Yeah. Like I think they that's crazy that they just need a quarterback. Like you just need a solid quarterback. Because if you look at the rest of their team, their offensive line is stacked. They can they run the good ball. Wide receivers, great defense. So I think they're I think the 49ers are just hoping that, hey, we're finally gonna hand the keys to the guy that we want to hand the keys to. Mm-hmm. And he just what they need to do with Purdy is just not put so much on his shoulders and go, hey, yeah, listen. I think they want to open the playbook. And that's why they want to Trey Lance, you know, mobile. Yeah, and and I think you just need to – I think Trey Lance is, is there for the Cowboys to make McCarthy – I think that was McCarthy's decision 
I I truly do believe yeah. it. Okay. Um, I don't think it was Jerry. I think Jerry loves Dak. Oh, too much. Um, but I think he's also realizing I'm spending so much money on this guy that yeah. is not winning me playoff games. He's not getting me to the to the one that I want to win. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that's the hardest part. Like playing for the star and and the the surprising news I wanted to tell you is that I wanted to to like root for the Cowboys this year to see what that feels like. Watch them. No, seriously. No, like, I really like, root for them and watch them. Like, and, and you will see, you will see that. That's what, cause I don't, cause when we talked in the division round, when they played the 49ers last year, yeah, you your house, my house. And I watched it with you and all, my mom's a 49er fan. So I was going for them. And, um, I could, I can honestly say Dak lost that game. I'm sitting yeah. there going, Wow, bad decisions, bad throws, like terrible play call at the end with Ezekiel Elliott at center. But we're gonna get that. That's another that's story so for another day. But I told myself I was like, man, like cowboy fans. Every I don't know too many. Like there's a lot, but I don't personally know mm-hmm. too many cowboy fans. But every time you run across them, it's the it's every year. Like this is this is our year. It's a delusion. So I'm like, I wonder what that's like. And so I just catered back to. This must have been like when we had the Chargers and we had Danny and Tomlinson. Everybody was like, "This is our year. This is our year." Now there are ones that are realistic, like you, Ivan. They're like, "Okay, we know Dak's not it," but it's like we have everything else. And Dak is, to me, like from an outsider's perspective, Dak is a competent QB. Um, and I feel like if he's not in the system of Dallas, kind of like playing in like Los Angeles with the Lakers. It's like that pressure is not on you. So I feel like if Dak was on the Buccaneers, the Saints, or another team that's Tennessee just, Titans. Tennessee like, Titans, I think we'd be like, this dude was pretty solid, bro. Like, here we go. Um, that's my personal belief. Uh, but this year I think I want to root for the Cowboys. Um, just to see, like, okay, because I don't understand, you know. I do watch Dak, and I'm like, man, that's a terrible play. That's This is bad. But I'm like, man, all season, you know, this guy's winning record, great stats. This past year, no, he threw like 15 interceptions. Yeah, yeah. It was, ho- it was horrible. Um, <laughs> but that, so it's not a good good thing to, to hopefully he'll bounce back this year. Um, but the defense, man, it, it's and just I, so and elite. You know, I don't, and I don't think, like, there are some other holes in the Dallas's game. I mean, their offensive line. They were beat up all last year, mm-hmm. but to be able to get to where they got, mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty good to get to that point and almost had a chance to go to the NFC Championship game. I, I just, when I look at the NFC right now, yeah, I don't see. There's still only three teams that I see. Three teams: yeah. Cowboys, 49ers, and Eagles. That's it. And I see the Eagles on top because they have that offense. And their defense just grew even more. <laughs> just they're all Georgia. Gary did. That's crazy. Georgia defensive line. Man, it's insane. Yeah. Um, why did people let them get their picks that they got? I went no way. <laughs> I think seriously because, um, just 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 timing of like, okay, we need this position. It, the things that fell in their lap. I was like, how did they get? How did they get this guy? Uh, it was it was insane. So. Yeah. 
I, I think the Cowboys this year do have a very good chance to make it to the NFC Championship game because one of those teams could lose and they could make it. Yeah. But barring injury. But I look at I don't want to blame one guy for a whole team right. that loses. Right. But when you saw that NFC Championship game, no, I and like, you yeah. saw Parsons, you saw everybody putting on a show to try to get that win. To stop the 49ers in the goal in the goal line, everything that they did, and then you look at Dak and he just throws a pick and they it's like uh, uh like you can only do so much as fumble you know it's just it's constant with him and and when you see him go to the sidelines it's just kind of he's not he's not a leader anymore so it's gonna be very interesting this year if they can hold it together offensively because. If he's not working, I'm pull him. Put Cooper Rush in there. I don't I don't see a problem with that. And he's four and one as a cowboy. <laughs> and he's four and one. Four and one. He beat the Bengals. I mean And the Bengals are not a bad team. Bengals are a really good team. So me, I went, hey, put him in there. See how he does. Yeah, man. I don't know. But I, I get think it. he needs to get out of I, Dallas personally. I get it. I get it. Like the the whole investment thing, like sitting there going, Man, like I spent so much money on this guy, I'm gonna have to put him on the bench. Yeah, but do you want to win a Super Bowl or not? Right. Or if you want your investment back, like trade him, see what you get. Yeah, and and I wonder if they did kind of thought about it this off season. I think Maybe. they I think they probably thought about what is what are we gonna do? And then I think when he started showing up at training camp and throwing the ball around, I think they got scared and they went, "We got to get something." I, I think, and I, they started talking to other teams, and other teams are going, "You're gonna have to give up this, this, and this well, for our backup quarterback." And here's what I think should be another concern if you are a Dallas Cowboy fan: it's you have somewhat of a young defense outside of Gilmore. I mean. When is it going to be a time where you're like, I'm I'm done here? Yeah. You know, like when Parson says I'm done, it's done. That did, did he say that? No, I'm just saying. Oh, like, I was about to say, at bro, some like, point, geez. at some what, point, yeah. That's why the Rams, like at that point, it was like we're going to get over that hump or not. Yeah. So we need to get those guys and go all in. Go all in. And they went all in, and they got the guys that they needed to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Plain and simple. And I think, and I think the Cowboys—they've made a couple weird moves where I was like, questionable. My thing when Hopkins was out on the thing. Oh, get him! They Why not? Yeah. Why not? I thought Jonathan what? Taylor too. Yeah, and well, Jonathan Taylor—they're talking right now. Yeah. That's one. They—they they said the teams that are interested, and they said them all, and Cowboys were one of them. But they said there's two teams that offered already. And the and the Colts are kind of weighing their options, but give them everything they want. Oh, we want we want draft picks. We want this player. The, there's just some players that are untouchable, and we know those guys. I think everybody in their organization knows they're untouchables. But what do you want? All right, let's hear. What, what I want. Got. I want. I want to win. But you're not getting Parsons. You're not getting Diggs. You're and and I think those teams know too. They I mean, know that. Come on, man. Like, give me Dak. Give me Dak. Yeah. Take him. Take him, please. Yeah, no. We'll take know. whoever quarterback you have, too. 
<laughs> but I, I think I'm gonna try to root for them this year. Them not getting Cook, that one hurt. I think for me, I was sitting there going, Man, he was gonna be that would have been perfect. Him and Tony Pollard and him. Well, if you, if you if you somehow get Jonathan Taylor, I think that's a, t- a greater comp. Uh, it's an upgrade for yeah, sure, for sure. Than Cook, but I uh, I, <laughs> I think it it's it hard, all comes man. down to Dak. It's but hard. you'll see this season. You'll see when you watch. It's it's pretty frustrating. It gets there's I, really there's a lot of highs, but there is a lot of lows. That's the thing is when you guys start winning and there's a roll going and you're like no one can beat us. <laughs> that's when that mindset. And I'm not in. that person. I'm sitting. You're like going, here, you're like here comes the fall. Like, I'm waiting till we play the Giants or Philly. When they play other teams, they're like we beat them by thirty. I'm like good. What are you gonna beat the Giants by? Are you gonna go to the Eagles in the NFC? Like, are you gonna easily beat the Giants in Philly? Uh, no. Will you have home field enough? Advantage? Yeah, <laughs> enough. <laughs> enough. I don't know, man. I just people say Dak's not that guy. Um, I think I think, and I can argue. I think he's a really. I think he is a good quarterback. I just don't think, and I think there is something about wearing that star on your helmet. Star, bro. And I think um, he needs to be catered to. He needs an offense that fits oh, him. Yeah. I think he needs a coach that's going to probably put a little more time into him. And I don't think he got time put into him. He got thrown into an offense where Zeke was killing it. So he went cool. Just, just crop top. Yeah, shirts. when Zeke was killing it, it was like okay, uh, this is cool. Yeah. But then when Zeke went down, and then all of a sudden some offensive line went down, and then more it started looking like every year it's like oh no, it, <laughs> oh, no. oh no, it looked like okay, Dak, it's your time. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? I'd rather have Tony Romo. Wow, I remember you were. <laughs> I'd rather have Tony Romo. That is, but I think very highly of Tony Romo. Looking back now, I like them. And the, and the thing, reason why yeah. the reason why I like Tony Romo is because the guy never complained. The guy was played for some nobody school. He just got his chance and he took it and he won. And I and that's such a cool story. And he got to play for the Dallas Cowboys. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. Kind of as a Dallas, <laughs> as a Dallas pressure, fan, bro. Like, it, I think that's hard. It stinks because he did have all the tools and he had a lot of really good players. We had probably one of the better defenses we've had since now. I mean, Demarcus yeah. Ware in his oh, prime. Man. Oh, jeez, prime time, prime time. <laughs> yeah, he, he's getting solid. sacks every game. Solid. Now he went to the Broncos and won. So it's good for it's, him. It's 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 definitely a weird dynamic playing for such an organization. Um, and people got to realize Zach was a fourth round QB. Yeah, I don't think initially people thought, oh, he's going to be the savior for the Cowboys. Maybe they did, but it's hard. It's hard when you think like, where do you go to Mississippi State? Um, he and was, he did he was, well he was, there. He was doing well, but he was a fourth. He's a fourth, literally a fourth round pick. And he worked his way up to get all that money. Dak is a good, to me, a solid quarterback. Um, as, I mean, still a fan and a Buccaneer fan, I would say, like, I'd rather have him than Baker. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I agree with um, that. Now we'll see how Baker does this year because he, you know, how many chances he's gonna get. But you know, it's one of those things where it's like I think if he doesn't have that star on his helmet, I think he will produce well. Now playoffs is different than season because he does well in the season usually, and then playoffs you're like, what are you doing? Because uh, like the game before the San Francisco game when they played the Bucks. The Bucs were terrible that year, um, last yeah, year. Yeah. And he just, I think he scored like five touchdowns. It was crazy. Um, he looked like an all-star. He looked like an all-star. And then next game. He I played He played a, a uh, an elite defense. An elite defense that disguises Nosey. things better. Yeah. One of the best linebackers in the league. Yeah. The best linebacker. I'll say that. Trey Warner. The best linebacker in the league. Say that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think... He he's simple. It's a simple. I I don't think he needs. I think the Cowboys is just too much for him. Um, but the pressure, man. We'll see, man. It's one of those things that we'll see. I think um, it's going to be interesting though. Them trading for Trey Lance made me look at things very differently. Made me go, hmm. What are you guys doing? I think it could be very similar to. It could either be very similar to Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, yeah. or but I mean that year he won MVP. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if Dak will do that, but uh, and we're gonna see what Jordan Love's made out of. I think Jordan Love's gonna be solid. To be honest with you, that's not gonna do. I think he's gonna. Su- no, I don't love him. I think he. I, I'm not in love with the dude. I just said I. I think he's gonna play well. I think there's no. I. I. I there's I don't, no pressure. What's the pressure? I don't know. The only pressure would be from internal or the fans. You're in the NFL. Like, That's the pressure he has. But I, I honestly think, I believe in Jordan Love. I've seen what he did in preseason. I hope he does. And I, I understand it's preseason. And I'm hearing a lot of talk about his decision-making, his ball placement. And so far, they're they're where they need to be, if not better. So, you know, we'll see. They're all There's a young offense now at this point. So um, I, I, I will be pleasantly surprised. So. How he does so. Alrighty, man. I think we. I think we're close to probably two hours. Yeah, that's, that's normal. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. All right, we're not set up in the podcast studio. I don't even have a studio. No, we do have a studio. You do have a studio. <laughs> no, I don't. What it do, studio? What it do? This is the longest one to date. (laughs) (laughs) Two hours and 10 minutes. Well, um, yeah, um, had a great time talking to you, Miles. This is how our conversations, like, honestly, this is how our conversations are every time. Every single time. Every time we talk, this is how our conversations are. On the phone, it... Sometimes it could be 45 minutes when it would be just to call me about, hey, um, I'm, I need you to just bring something to my house. It's like, <laughs> we're talking for 45 minutes when it could have been just a, all right, see you later, man. You, Bye. You transition from one thing to the next. Thing, yeah. So, so um, thanks for coming and talking and being on the pod, man. Um, I appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Thank you for having me. Hopefully uh, you guys all like it. I know we love, I know we talk some sports, but that's me, man. I love talking sports. Mm-hmm. So that's that what to do. You guys have a good rest of your day and uh, love y'all.